0: Welcome to
1: Wharf Radio and the match of the day between Essendon and Hawthorne. We're here at the hangar this morning and the sun's just starting to peep through the clouds. It was a bit of an overcast morning, but it's quite warm and it's heating up here at the hangar as we come for the two old rivals, a match between the two old rivals, Essendon and Hawthorne, both coming off a win and probably both having a good week on the training track. So joining me today is James Strebenos. How are you?
2: Yeah, not too bad. Definitely better weather than last week. Yeah. Uh, the cloud cover is really nice today other than the 30 degrees we had last week at La Trobe.
1: It is a welcome cloud cover but that sun does have a bit of bite to it actually when it's coming through the clouds a little bit and peeking through
3: and joining us two in special comments today will be Ali Collette. How are you? Morning. Yeah, not too bad. Been a bit of an interesting morning. Bit of a hike and a half to get out here from the eastern suburbs but yeah, glad to be here and it should be a good game. How long does it take from Ringwood to get down to Essendon or
1: Tullamarine I guess? Uh, about 45, give or take? 45 minutes, all right. Fair effort, I guess, from the northern suburbs. For us, it was about 30? Yeah,
2: about half half an
1: hour or so. Well, we're all here and the ground's looking very lovely. We've seen Essendon training outside on uh, the outside ground and inside has been Hawthorne there on the beautiful indoor AstroTurf facilities that Essendon have got here at the hangar. How are both sides shaping up? Obviously, we saw Hawthorne last week and we saw them in their first win, James. What did you think of them from that early outing?
2: Yeah, well, they controlled play most of the game. Other than probably the first quarter, early minutes, it was all Darabin last week against Hawthorne. Then they controlled it. And in the second quarter, they just got a run-on on on the scoreboard, and that was enough for them. And then in the second half, they kind of just buried the game. They kind of took possession. They didn't rush with it. They didn't do too much, but they had it sold off.
1: And we did mention that we probably weren't amazed by their second half. I think they really put their stamp on the game in the second quarter, but it'll be interesting to see probably how they can finish off because... They might not be able to they might not be allowed that extra time that they were allowed by Darabin here today. I think I think Essendon might put a little bit more pressure on them throughout the match.
2: Yeah, I think they tried to save the game too much last week. They got that lead in the second quarter. Second half they came out, not trying to do too much, not trying to surge forward like we did see in that second quarter. Um so it'll be interesting to see if the game's in the balance after half time, what Hawthorne do.
1: Yes, certainly. And I guess if we look at some of those key players from last week, in terms of the away side today, in terms of Hawthorne, obviously Jessie Williams probably wowed us the most. She kicked four goals and was pretty handy everywhere.
2: Yeah, she definitely did. And early on in that game, we saw her around half back on the wing in the midfield. And then that late in that quarter, she drifted forward, had one. And before you knew it, she had four. So she had a a great game. And I think by halftime, already calling her player of the game. And that continued in the second half, maybe a little bit quieter. But uh, yeah, that's just fatigue early in the season.
1: Yeah, sure, didn't in that win. It was 7 7 Hawthorne defeating Darabin 3 8 at La Trobe. Williams, Hutchins, Cormac, Gildar, Owen and Zaghetti in the best. I think that's pretty accurate of what yeah, we saw.
2: definitely Hutchins and Zaghetti. Obviously, Zaghetti kicked a really nice goal that kind of we us all. Probably made her maybe even look better than she was just because of that goal. Um, and then Hutchins, normally a full forward, uh, got the captain role last week that she'll hold for the rest of the season, moved back and that shocked us a little bit, and I'll be interested to see where she plays today.
1: Yeah, she's a fantastic captain, obviously. Maybe we will see her swing around a little bit where the side needs as captain. And I guess as we now move across to the home side and we go to Essendon there, another side, they both had their first win last week, so Essendon also probably um, had a nice week on the training track. They uh, won at Casey Fields, 4-7-31. Um, quite a nice game for them too. Low scoring, a little bit lower scoring than the game we saw. What are your thoughts on Essendon coming into that this match?
3: Yeah, interesting. Essendon are an interesting one because they did comfortably, well, not comfortably. I guess it depends on your definition, but they they did beat Casey last week, who did look very good in round one, but they lost to they comfortably lost to the Saints in round one. Um, Essendon, so not quite sure what to expect from Essendon today. They are a good side. They're a bit of a fly under the radar side, a bit, but. Yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, what they've got in store for us today.
1: Well, it is only round three, so I guess we look at probably two sides that we have seen a little bit of inconsistent results for today. So, this is a good match for them to test that and see what they can put out under it when they're under against quite high quality opposition. And just looking at our Essen last uh, last week, sorry, Morecambe, Davies, Stepnell, McKay, all up there in the best. And I think. Um, going across um for the last couple of rounds, Barber's been quite good, she's been quite consistent. So there have been a few players across both sides, some of their leaders I guess who have been standing up.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And you've got and the likes of um Barber you mentioned and Mira Clifford also uh, kicked a goal last week. And Essendon, they've they've definitely got the experience and the talent to match it with any other side. You've got the likes of Nance Gorn, the skipper, Macintosh who's former Collingwood AFLW player, and I believe is now in her 40s. Yep. Kendra Hale. She's 41. 41. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Kendra Hale, the Canadian, also former Collingwood player. Uh, Mira Clifford, who's got AFLW experience. And uh, Simone Nelda, who's been, been around the system, been around Essendon for a while.
1: Yeah. So you mentioned actually a couple of key players there. I guess, do you have three key players from Essendon that you're most keen to look at today?
2: Well, I think the one I'm to see the most is Cecilia McIntosh. We saw her at AFLW level. Um, she can play a bit of everywhere. She drive-off half-backs normally pretty good. Um, that's where i probably expect her to play today for Essendon. Um, Nolda in the ruck is another one. And we saw a good ruck battle last week down with uh, Dudley and Kubash. Uh, and, du- and seeing Cubash for Darabin dominate the week before, Dudley competed really well. So I reckon Dudley Dudley's ruck um, work was really good. So I'd like to see her... Um, and we know how we good Nalda is,
1: so that will be a very, very interesting clash to see across exactly. the ground.
2: And then uh, the Canadian, Kendra Howe, I think she'll be one to watch.
1: Yeah, fantastic. And I think I mentioned barbara before. She's probably one that I'm looking to watch out for today. She's had a goal in every match uh, for this season, so she's had one in round one, round two, so it'll be good to see if round three will bring her the same rewards. And I think Gardner was quite strong in defence, too across the last few rounds, and given we've seen Hawthorne, we've seen how strong they were in attack, I think that's something that... um, the Bombers will really be needing here just to probably slow down that entry into the Hawks 50. And they've got so many good players there, Hawthorne. Got three or four really quality players that need to be shut down. So I think she'll play a key role in that. Um, And I guess as we, yeah, we look at that and we move to Hawthorne, they've obviously got a fantastic forward line. I think they're some of the key players I'll be looking out for. Do you have some players that you're most keen to see what they put on a show today?
3: Um, I actually got one name, uh, Chloe O'Malley. Um, I don't know how well she went last week, but uh, she is from from my old club Blackburn, and she was one of one of a group of girls around the similar age that have all played NAP League. We're playing up uh, in our senior women's side as a feeling when we were short, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm glad she has been picked up by the Hawks and gets a chance to prove herself at uh, VFL level because. I think she should get she should be drafted at some point into the AFLW. Yeah.
1: Fantastic. So a bit of what was she like around the club?
3: Uh I didn't I didn't know her personally because she's um a few years a few years younger than me, but I've seen a bit of a a bit of her play and she's very good, so uh, fingers crossed she um You're gets not to old, start. so
1: she'd be very young. she
3: Yeah, she's is she uh 19. Yep. yeah. Yeah, just at draft age, I believe. But um yeah. Yeah, I hope she um, she does well today.
1: And I believe this is her first year in the VFL, is it? Yes, yep.
3: yes, I do believe so.
1: Yeah, fantastic. And I guess, yeah, James, who do you kind of look out for from Hawthorne? Is it someone different who we didn't see stand up last week or is it someone hoping that they're going to play another great game?
2: Well, I reckon it was uh, Olivia Flanagan. I reckon she showed glimpses last week without quite getting the chocolate. She was around goals. She was circling. She looked like she was about to do something special, didn't quite... Uh, go goal the way, and I reckon she might have a good game today. And just backing up what Ali uh, said, Chloe O'Malley with the helmet on last week in the midfield, really hard at it, tough as nails. Um, she's another one to watch.
1: Yeah, I thought um, Catherine Brown was also quite good in the last quarter. I think particularly Across she stood up in the back. last quarter, yeah. And she got um, kind of went for the hard ball gets and really got in and under and dug in. So I think she was one that really stood yeah, out late. That was
2: interesting. She played a lot in the back line, probably in the first half, and then in the second half switched to the middle. And I saw her a lot in the middle. Um, late in that game against Darabin, and yeah, she looked pretty good. Yeah, and
1: so I guess just a reminder here today on Wharf Radio's Match of the Day, we'll be chatting to Essendon coach Brendan Major very shortly, followed up by Hawthorne assistant coach Christian Politarco so that'll be fantastic to hear what it was like during the week uh, on their training run. So we'll be back with that very shortly. We'll head to a break here on Wharf Radio's Match of the Day between Essendon and Hawthorne.
4: Did you know you have superpowers? This March, World's Greatest Shave is back. Will you be a superhero and step up to shave the world from blood cancer? Every day, another 41 Australians are diagnosed with blood cancer. These families need your help. Lose your locks or color your hair to raise funds for urgently needed support and to accelerate blood cancer research. Your superhero moment awaits. Sign up now at worldsgreatestshave.com or call 1-800-500-OAA to find out more. It's Anna Mears winning gold
5: Hey, I'm Anna Mears Winning gold at the Olympics was an incredible feeling And having my biggest rival Who I'd just beaten Ride up next to me and lift my hand in victory Topped off an amazing moment We'd had our fair share of clashes over the years But in the end we both respected each other And that's what really counts in sport Be gracious in victory and in defeat To keep your sport inclusive, safe and fair Go to playbytherules.net.au
6: Hello, I'm Bryony Dawson. Expressions of interest are now being taken for the second round of the 2020-21 Change Our Game, Making the Call program. The course is designed to provide aspiring women sports broadcasters with the skills and mentoring to pave their own way into broadcast media. I was one of the lucky 21 women who took part in the first round of the pilot program. The program included the opportunity to hear from well-established media identities, including Kelly Underwood, Andy Maher, Melanie Jones, and my personal favourite, Daisy Pearce. For more information about the program, visit the Change Our Game website.
7: We are the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation, striving to empower our most marginalised communities through literacy and education. Literacy is having a voice. Literacy is opportunity. Literacy is dreaming big. Literacy is freedom. Today, you can help end inequality and give every child access to our life-changing and proven literacy programs. Your support is vital. Donate now at
8: alnf.org. No business wants to throw money away. But did you know sending resources to landfill can be more expensive than recycling them? Planet Ark’s free business recycling service can kickstart your workplace recycling journey. Help you find the right recycling solutions and give you a competitive edge. Join the one million Australians using business recycling to keep valuable resources in circulation. Visit businessrecycling.com.au. It's just good business.
1: the Wharf Radio Match of the Day between the Essendon Bombers and Hawthorne Hawks here at the Hangar in Tullamarine. We're excited to be joined by Brendan Major right now, the coach of the Bombers. Thanks for joining us, Brendan. Can you tell us how it's been on the training uh, track, obviously, after your first win last week?
9: Yeah, it's been really good. This week's been... Uh, the, the group's obviously been up and about, so it's been a really good training week for us, so we're excited to be
2: playing. And Georgia Nanskuin is the new captain of the season twenty twenty one. 2021. Uh, what type of leader is she?
9: Uh, she's definitely a lead by example type of person. So obviously there's different different leaders and different organisations in this group. You know, with a new group, we've got a fantastic leader who just wants to get out there and get it done.
3: We're only three rounds in, but how have you felt the, the team's gone so far this year?
9: Uh, we probably haven't been as consistent as I would like it to be. Obviously with a new group, um, a lot of new faces, we're still working through that. Um, so we've been a little bit inconsistent. Some of our structures have worked really, really well. And then other times have dropped away just through, you know, being a, being a young group and not really solidifying it yet. So we're really searching for a little bit more consistency.
1: Yeah, and your former captain, Courtney Eagle up went up and played Queensland during the pandemic. Probably pretty lucky to be able to go up there and play. What's she been able to take out of that?
9: Oh, she, just, she took a lot of confidence from that. So she's come back and she started playing really good football. She's been really clean and really explosive around stoppages. So... It's been really exciting to have her come back and really um, play. And
2: can you talk us through some of the changes to the side this week?
1: We might have just lost don't there. So, oh, no. Sorry, I
9: missed that.
2: Uh, can you talk us through some of the changes you made to the side this week?
9: Yeah, so we've got Sim to come in. Um, Sim had her, her wedding last week, so she she missed round one and round two. So to have yeah. our ruck back and a great leader in Sim um, is, is really, really a big boost for us. Um, We've also got Snelling from, from the Bendigo Pioneers coming in playing her first game, so that's really exciting. She's, um, she's very quick. She's, her body works great for a small player, so we're excited to watch her play.
3: Um, you alluded to the fact that you've got some new faces in the side. Who's someone that the fans probably haven't seen before and should look out for today?
9: Um, I, I, I wouldn't say that it's that someone that, that fans haven't seen before, but Alana Barber started... Uh, really well in the first couple of weeks. And she's, she's probably, it's, it's been one of those nearly games. So, so in round two, she had three shots on goal in the first sort of quarter, quarter and a half um, and looked really exciting, but just couldn't hit the scoreboard. So um, someone like that, we're really excited. When, she, when it clicks for her, she's going to be a very, very damaging player for us.
1: Yeah, and I guess one on your opposition for today. Obviously, they're coming off a win too, and they showed glimpses last week. Maybe, like you said, a little bit inconsistent, like yourself. What do you expect coming from the Hawks today?
9: Oh, Hawks are really—they're really, really physically strong outfit. They're well, well coached and well drilled, so we expect a really tough fight today. We don't—I don't think we're going to get any easy ball. It's going to be a real trench fight.
3: Um, the last eighteen months have—oh, yeah, months have not been easy for anyone in Melbourne particularly in the football community how has it been for you guys as a team and how have you stayed motivated and fit and everything like that
9: um, we re- look to be honest we're really lucky in that motivation hasn't really been a factor for us so um, we've got we've got a highly motivated highly focused group that were they're really keen and to start again and and when the lockdown ended uh, we got a lot of messages and everyone was ready to go straight away during lockdown, it was it was quite difficult. I've got to give a shout out to my high performance team who kept touch with with the playing group and kept them moving and kept them going and um, really stood them in good stead for when we came back to pre season. Obviously, it was a, a unique sort of you know a unique time and it's really difficult. But we've had great support from the club, we've had great support from the playing group, so and the wider community. So you know we've we've made the best with what we've got, and then we just keep moving.
1: Yeah, that's really fantastic to hear, Brendan. We really appreciate you joining us and taking the time out to join us pre-game here. So all the best for the match against Hawthorne today.
9: Thank you very much.
1: So that was Brendan Major there, the coach of the Bombers, and quite interesting to hear that he was completely they were completely motivated across the pandemic when I know, yeah, a lot of people did struggle with motivation.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's a pleasing thing to see. And for, for coaching staff, sure, that will surely make things easier, trying to get back into a rhythm, back into pre-season and things like that.
1: Especially having that high performance team and having that backing here, too.
2: Yeah, of course. I think uh, Essendon, as we've seen them train in the last half hour, they look on today, and I'm, I'm really looking
1: forward to this. They do, they do really look on. So we're, we'll take a break here at Wharf Radio, and we'll come back in just a moment for the match of the day between Essendon and Hawthorne.
7: Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Samphal W, Waffle W, and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the Nab League Girls. Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz.
4: Did you know you have superpowers? This March, World's Greatest Shave is back. Will you be a superhero and step up to shave the world from blood cancer? Every day, another 41 Australians are diagnosed with blood cancer. These families need your help. Lose your locks or color your hair to raise funds for urgently needed support and to accelerate blood cancer research. Your superhero moment awaits. Sign up now at worldsgreatestshave.com or call 1-800-500-OAA to find out more.
6: Hello, I'm Bryony Dawson. Expressions of interest are now being taken for the second round of the 2020-21 Change Our Game, Making the Call program. The course is designed to provide aspiring women sports broadcasters with the skills and mentoring to pave their own way into broadcast media. I was one of the lucky 21 women who took part in the first round of the pilot program. The program included the opportunity to hear from well-established media identities, including Kelly Underwood, Andy Marr, Melanie Jones, and my personal favourite, Daisy Pearce. For more information about the program, visit the Change Our Game website.
10: Australia is working hard to ensure we all have access to safe, effective, and free COVID-19 vaccines, which will give us the protection to go about our everyday lives. The COVID-19 vaccines are being assessed carefully by independent clinical experts to ensure all potential vaccines meet Australia's high safety and quality standards. After vaccines are approved, they'll be rolled out, going to those most in need of protection first. To keep up to date, visit health.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra.
0: Match of the day
1: here at the hangar between Essendon and Hawthorne. Uh, we're going to be joined right now by Hawks assistant coach, Christina Politarko. Thanks so much for joining us, Christina. And Beck Goddard, we saw the coach pretty happy after last week's win, so it might have been a good week on the training track, was it?
11: Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a very positive week, actually. Um, getting that win is exactly what we needed just to kickstart the year again. And, um, yeah, certainly Beck Goddard was a very happy mood this week.
2: And we saw Hutchins get the captaincy and she'll have that for the rest of the season. But she's normally playing at forward. Last week we saw her make the switch to defence. Is that where we're going to see her today?
11: Um, yeah, Hutch is a bit, a bit of a flexible player. She can go back, forward, mid. So at the moment we'll probably get her starting somewhere around the forward line and then push her back. Uh, wherever she's needed, she'll go. And she's that team player. And that's why she's our on-field captain in the place to um, Jess Trend.
3: Looking ahead to today's game, um... What are the key areas you guys as a team are focusing on and what are the key areas you've got of Essendon's game that you've got to stop?
11: Yeah, so just, you know, focusing on us is just mainly the positive mindset and having that confidence that we can do the job, we can do that game structure, you know, being the attacking, aggressive football, the Hawthorne style that we want to um, display and we know that Essendon had over 100 tackles last week, so we know that they're going to be really aggressive as well. So we've got to be first to the ball, but really clean with our possessions so the ball is not on the ground and um, just maintain those basic fundamentals and hopefully goes our way.
1: Yeah, and a key for that might be Dom Carboni, who she's back in. And can you tell us a little bit about how she's been going, obviously flying up to the Northern Territory to play and playing finals there? What's her kind of situation like?
11: Yeah, well, it just shows that her commitment to the football and to the, the Hawthorne Football Club as well. Like, you know, a young player jetting off week in, week out to play you know, state-level football at NT and then coming down to play state-level in Victoria. She's just a hard getter in terms of possession, wanting the ball, uh, very clever, very smart in being to play. So we're really excited to have her on board and hopefully she just fires up and has a really huge game for us.
2: And Jess Williams played fantastic last week, but she started up the ground yep. and then before you know it, she had four goals. Can you tell us about her work rate and the impact to the team?
11: Oh, well, no one can catch her from our team. So she's um she's long gone. She's uh, she's just a bit of a sprinter that just, you know, she's on one side of the field and then she's on the other side of the field. But that's the exciting part of Jessie Williams that she can make an impact all around the ground but then also pop up and kick some goals. And kicking four goals last week is something pretty special. We know that Essendon might target her very closely and, and earlier, but, you know, that's something that, that she thrives on and she'll just continue just to play her game and just to make sure that she's... um. She's on song.
3: Talked about a few players uh, like Williams and Carboni, but who who's someone from the team today that isn't as well-known, that has been training well, playing well, that fans should look out for today?
11: Look, I reckon Brownie, Catherine Brown, she's um, one of our latest recruits in Canberra who also flies down in and out, and she's just the uh, heart and soul at the moment of the, of the team that she just commits. Play. she'll go on ball, she'll go down back, she'll go down forward. Um, she's not afraid in you know, making the aggression the aggressive contact against the opposition. Um, you know, also Gilda off the half back, she's been playing super, super well. Um, so we've got a lot of um, young new plays to the team that probably never played together for a long time is just sort of starting up and, and what's really exciting about the Hawking Football Club, the women's programme is that we're just getting better and better and we can see the improvements you know, over the last two rounds, and we're just so excited to see what we can produce against the quality side against Despen.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a pretty positive place to be at the moment, Christina. So thanks so much for joining us pre-game here at The Hangar. We really appreciate it, and we hope you can get two wins on the trot today.
11: Yeah, that's it. Go Hawks. Thank you.
1: <laughs> thanks. So that was Christina Politaka, the assistant coach there at Hawthorne, and it does seem like a pretty happy place to be at the moment, just from the way she was speaking and the excitement around some of the players like you asked, Ali. Yeah,
3: absolutely. And can you blame them? They've did, they did get a win last week, and it must have been frustrating for them heading into last week because, because of the narrow loss the week before, and then finally getting on the board. So I don't blame them for feeling so positive. Yeah, what were your key takeouts, James? I guess from what
2: I think it's because what we were, what you were saying before game about Catherine Brown, you really um, liked her game last week, and Christina Politico certainly did as well, and she's <laughs> certainly one to watch um, for fans.
1: Yeah, and I think it's interesting. I'm um, looking at Dom Carbone and Catherine Brown, and these fly-in, fly-out players. What an just an exceptional opportunity to have, but also um, it would be so taxing on these players to have to do that and to have to get on planes week in, week out, week out, playing for two different sides, and it's a lot of pressure.
2: Well, I think commitment is key, and I think when when you're recruiting players at your club, you want players that are committed like that. You want club. You want players that will fly in and play games for your club and make an impact as well. So I think Hawthorne would love to see that from a few of their players today.
1: And I liked um, Christina's comment kind of about Jessie Williams there that no one can catch her at the club. So do you think she will be probably... um Targeted by the bombers or a bit of a lockdown on her early in the match.
2: Yeah, certainly one to watch today. Um, she's got X Factor, we saw that last week. Um, I'm really keen to watch her play again today. She can hit the scoreboard, she can play. And I think what we noticed early last week is the fact that uh, she's really good by hand and foot, that rarely makes a mistake as well. Yep. So she she's good up the ground. Then you've got her forward and she just doesn't miss when she's gone for goal. So she's she's definitely probably one of their best players.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure too much about her background as a sports athlete, but um, she's just got a very good nouse around the footy and obviously good run, good hand-eye coordination. Just She looks seems like one of those uh, players that will be naturally talented I think in a lot of sports.
2: Yeah, well she took us by surprise <laughs> last week.
1: <laughs> she certainly did and I guess then we look at the captain there who might be playing down back to start off with a little bit in a similar vein to what she did last week.
2: Yeah, no, uh, Politarco said that she was going to start forward and then might drift back. So, um, Oh, sorry? Yeah, we don't know where we're going to see her <laughs> today and she said that she can play midfield and we saw a bit of everything from her um, Last week, might even see her in the rock today. Yeah,
1: yeah, no. Well, she's an absolute jet, so we'll back her in there. Um, she's obviously another one of those key plays that hawthorne has got that they can rely on across the day and. It, was, um, it did sound like Christina has, they've got a few things up their sleeve was kind of what I got the feel there, and they're just a pretty happy side uh, here for the match of the day between Essendon and Hawthorne. It'll be first bounce here at 11 o'clock. Uh, we're coming live to you on Wharf Radio, but you'll also be able to join us on the VFL live stream across their social media and YouTube um, streams. So that's somewhere where you can watch the match and listen to the commentary here. I'm Lauren Borden, joined by James Strebinos, who will be Uh, our main play-by-play caller and Ali Collette in special comments. So it's a lovely day here out at the hangar for Wharf Radio's match of the day between Essendon and Hawthorne, which we'll be back with after this short break.
0: Been playing for a while, sweet kicks. Because footy makes you smile, sweet kicks football. If you're getting ready for the trial. The extra mile. Sweet Kicks football. Not always hearing that sweet sound when you kick the ball? Need to develop your footwork or explosive speed. Want to take the next step in your footy career? Then you need Sweet Kicks. More info on our Facebook page or go to our website, sweetkicksfootballacademy.com.au. Gotta go the extra mile.
12: Sweet Kicks football. Oh, hi. I'm Maria from Sesame Street. And Elmo's Elmo. And we're here to talk about driveways. Driveways can be dangerous for children. Poor little red monsters. So it's important for parents to always watch their children around them. Yeah, driveways are for cars, not for play. That's right, Elmo. Play only in safe places away from driveways because people in cars may not see you. Uh, Elmo sees you. Remember, driveways are like roads, always supervise, separate and see. Learn more at kidsafevic.com.au
6: Hello, I'm Bryony Dawson. Expressions of interest are now being taken for the second round of the 2020-21 Change Our Game, Making the Call program. The course is designed to provide aspiring women sports broadcasters with the skills and mentoring to pave their own way into broadcast media. I was one of the lucky 21 women who took part in the first round of the pilot program. The program included the opportunity to hear from well-established media identities including Kelly Underwood, Andy Marr, Melanie Jones and my personal favourite, Daisy Pearce. For more information about the program, visit the Change Our Game website.
13: How often should you wash your hands?
7: Maybe around nine times a day. Four?
6: Like 20.
13: Maybe twice a day. Whenever they feel dirty. When should you wash your hands?
7: After you touch some raw meat. And before starting to eat. At the beginning, I wash my hands before preparing food.
13: How would you rate your knowledge of food safety? Probably like an eight out of 10. Six or seven. 7.5? Learn more at foodsafety.asn.au slash food safety training. Food safety, it's in your hands.
1: Welcome back to the Wharf Radio Match of the Day between Essendon and Hawthorne here at the hangar in Tallamarine. We think it's going to be a cracker here today. Both sides coming off a win and looking strong in patches. They need to bring some consistency to their games. Both coaches have said that, but certainly a lot of positivity coming from both teams. So just a reminder, uh, first bounce here is at 11 o'clock. It's a double header. So we'll also straight up uh, a little bit after this match be heading across to see Port Melbourne take on Williamstown. So... If we take a moment now to look at last night's match, obviously under Friday night lights, we had Western Bulldogs taking on Collingwood at VU Oval. A little bit of a one-sided match there. Um, Collingwood getting over the Dogs 10-10-70 to three straight 18. Bit of the result we expected, Ali.
3: Yeah, Collingwood had seemed to have just um, yeah started where they left off after their uh, 2019 Premiership and... As, am I correct in saying that the Bulldogs didn't score for the entire second half? Yeah,
1: that's correct. So the Bulldogs go, came out of the gates early and they scored two in the first uh, quarter, probably showing a little bit of that promise and a little bit of bite, and then another goal in the second term, and that was all done on the scoreboard for them.
3: Jeez, that, yeah, geez, Collingwood, AFL and VFL, Collingwood are the, are the team to beat. They really
1: are an absolute powerhouse, and I think that's something that they showed last night in a bit of a late starting game. I think it was an 8 p.m. game.
2: Yeah, it was a late one. Uh, put the kids to bed and then go <laughs> off to VU Oval and uh, watch an entertaining game of footy, which wasn't probably as entertaining as we would have liked. I heard the Bulldogs did start with a bit of a bank, yep. dropped off, and then scored yep. in the second quarter. So Maybe I mean, some people half. might have
1: left, yeah, at time, got home. Probably, early but um, night, yeah. Early night, yeah. But it's something I do like. I do like those Friday night matches or night matches full stop early in the season when it's not too cold yeah, out there. still
2: a bit warm. I definitely vouch for more Friday night games, yep. um, I think, for an entertainment purpose. Uh, it's, it's great. And it's great for the players as well yep. to get that experience uh, playing under lights.
1: Yep, certainly. So, again, we've got a full um, fixture of matches then today. We've got five matches on today. Obviously, we've got Essen and Hawthorne at the hangar where we are today, but then We'll also have Casey taking on North Melbourne at Casey Fields at one thirty. So who are your tips for that match?
3: Um, uh, Casey did did lose uh, to the Bombers last week, but they did look very, very good in round one. Yeah. And North haven't convinced me yet, so I'm tipping Casey.
2: Yeah, well, it's a bit opposite with Casey and North. Casey were good round one. Not so good last week against the Bombers. And then there was North Melbourne who lost to Port Melbourne round one but had a good win last week. So I, I reckon North will back it up, yep. so I'll go North.
1: I'm probably going to disagree with you there, James, and side with Ali and just go with Casey just on probably what I've seen from them. They have been quite strong this year. And North, I probably still want to see a little bit more yeah. from them and just see what they've got to prove. So I might back you in there with Casey.
3: Yeah, you and I saw them against, uh, Casey, against Carton in round one and they were just yep. absolutely dominant. And we both of us saw North in that practice match against Collingwood Colin would have now yeah. proven that they are definitely one of the top sides again, but yeah, not quite sure where North sit yet. Yeah, yeah. But I guess time will tell. They could be one of those sides that we just need to
1: see a little bit more of before we start to yeah. realise where they'll sit on the ladder this year. So then, heading up to Geelong at Deakin University will be the Cats taking on the Southern State Southern Saints.
3: Who do you think will get the win there, James?
2: Cats had a good win last week against Williamstown, um, and they'll get another good win today.
3: Yeah, I think I have to agree with James there. They did get a good win last week, and they only just lost to Collingwood in round one. And the Saints last week, although they did get a good win against the Bombers in round one, were very, very unconvincing yep. last week. So, yeah, definitely the Cats for me. Yep,
1: bit of a bit of three here for there. I'll be going for the Cats as well. Then we'll head to Wharf Radio's other match of the day, which will be happening this afternoon, which will be bringing you live as well. Port Melbourne taking on Williamstown. How do you think this one will fare? Will it go maybe the way that we think, or will
3: it be an upset?
2: Well, traditional rivals there will be a bit of feeling in this one, but I think uh, Port Melbourne will be way too strong.
3: Yeah, a bit of his, uh, history-making, bit of old bravery there. But, yeah, Port have been the, the surprise packet so far. I guess with, um, with the experience and the talent that, um, that Lucky Harris and his team have been able to put together at Port, it's probably not so surprising, but... Yeah, I think definitely Port should get the win easily today. And the final
1: match today at 2pm at Icon Park will be Carlton taking on Darabin. I guess I've seen both sides this season and I'm trying to think of which one to pick. I think that might be an even enough clash. I'd probably be tipping Darabin there.
2: Yeah, I think I'll just go with Carlton. But Darabin have shown some good things the last two weeks that... They're almost ro- yeah. due for a win. They're all, they're, it just needs to click for them. But, um, yeah, I I'll think I'll go Carlton. And uh, to conclude round uh three on a Saturday, that's a bit different. On a Saturday? Yeah, well, yeah. today's
1: Saturday? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That's true. Yeah, all done and dusted
3: today. Oh. Is it? No, it's not even the long weekend. Long weekend was last weekend and weekend. Easter's in a couple of weeks. So Yeah, I wonder why. Maybe it was just the way the OFL fixture fell and ground availabilities and things yeah. like that. But, yeah. Bit of the what? old
1: fashioned um I guess the old fashioned VFL all matches on a Saturday nearly. Yeah.
3: Apart yeah. from the
1: Friday night match. Yeah,
3: what do you what do you what does everyone do with their Sunday when there's no football? What's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what's well, the AFL? Yep pretty much. That's probably the way to do it. And we touched on the Port
1: Williamstown rivalry. And I guess we can look at these two sides here today at the hangar. And yes, it does come from the men's game, the Essendon versus Hawthorne rivalry. but
2: and about 30, 40 years ago. And about 30,
1: 40 years ago. But for James and I who were discussing this, James is a Hawthorne supporter and I'm an Essendon supporter. And I guess it's something that we've grown up with and that that rivalry still exists despite us not being alive in the 80s. Yeah,
2: it's from what your parents tell you. It's from what history tells you. Um, These sides don't like each other at all. Um, it's always a hostile environment, and even coming here, I, I cringe a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, um, I don't like Essendon, and I feel like you don't like Hawthorne.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not a fan of Hawthorne, and there was probably a little bit of fire added t- to that today. Uh, in the paper, there was an article on Alan Stoneham, and just he obviously it's, it was obviously a serious article about his injuries. He was, um, I guess, heavily floored by Dipper back in the 80s, and it's kind of caused a lot of problems for him, but I guess that just reinstates how tough back in the day these two sides went at it.
2: Yeah, exactly. We'd like to see a fiery contest today as well. Both sides look evenly matched. Obviously, both had wins last week, so hopefully it continues today.
3: And I, I guess with um, this, these sides as well is they came in to the comp at about, I, think, I believe it was the same year, although technically Hawthorne have been around longer, but they were, they were Box Hill originally. Um, and they're also the only two non-AFLW clubs yep. in the league, so I guess there's maybe also a little bit of, I want to beat you to that AFLW license. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah.
1: Who's getting it first? Because <laughs> you're making the big decisions here, Ali. It's your.
3: <laughs> sure. Uh, I'll Actually, no, I won't finish that sentence. It's a bit of a, about to uh, say a bit of a controversial opinion there, but I will um, keep that one to myself. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> it's probably fairly tough, even yeah. considering they've both invested heavily in their women's programs. Yeah. they Had these sides for a while and um, yeah, I actually, I won't say which club they should take their license from, but I there (laughs) there is one side in particular that I believe should hand over their license to um, one of these clubs. Hand it back. Yes, but I will keep the... (laughs) Damn, of that club to myself. A little bit of
1: intrigue there.
3: <laughs> um,
1: I guess we can look. Obviously, we've had one game in the AFLW, two. That was last night between the Tigers and the Suns. It was the Tigers who ran out winners, 6-5, 41, to the Suns, 4-2, 26. A bit of a interesting match, I think, just in the way that Gold Coast seemed to stay in it a little bit. In the first half, and I thought, maybe are they coming back? What's happening here? But it was, it was always Richmond's game. Yeah, it was always Richmond's game, and I think it was really Brennan who stood up there. It was one of those ones where the the figureheads or the top players really came in and just took control of the match and just showed why they're the players that are up there throughout week after week and
2: year after year. Exactly. All Richmond's uh, stars, as you'd call them, uh, fired last night. Brennan yep. had three Goals, Conti had 25 touches, although 16 of them were handballs. Uh, uh, 16 handballs? 16 handballs um, out of the 25 touches. And uh, Hosking also 21 yep. uh, disposals. Couldn't quite convert on the scoreboard with two behinds.
1: Yeah, she's obviously doing quite well in her transfer since heading across uh, yeah. from Carlton. Um, so I guess we can look at some tips too for today's matches uh, across the AFLW. So starting with St Kilda and GWS today at 310.
3: Yeah, that'll be um, an interesting one. He um, killed a – they're both – I I think it's going to be a fairly even game yep. between the two. As for which team I think <laughs> will win, that is a completely different question. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I'm quite excited for today's matches. I think there are a There's lot of um, close yeah. matches. Obviously, we've had probably last week's round wasn't that exciting. I think it was a bit.
2: No, I think sided. every single game was a yeah.
1: baller last week. Yeah, it kind of didn't, um, yeah, hook you in. But I think I, today's matches are going to be crackers.
3: I mean, as a uh, as a Melbourne supporter, I'm not complaining about last week's game. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think the AFL have have done this on on purpose. They've seen where every team sits yep. on the ladder, and they've tried to. That's a good to, point. To make the fixture the most exciting they possibly can. And I guess that's one of the benefits Are of you the rolling fixture.
1: Making a point there for rolling fixtures across, I guess, obviously we're no. going to see the AFL, AFL
3: women's. I guess, I feel like it'll be a case of we need the rolling fixtures for a while with all the COVID and stuff. But um, as a as a fan, I, I'm not 100% on board because it's a pain in the ass trying to plan weeks in a – Weeks in advance, yeah. and you are traveling in state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, you just can't make any plans, which is just it's hard enough when you can't make plans in other factors <laughs> of your life. It's just one area of your life where you can start making plans. That's true.
2: You yeah, know, Ali has a good point there uh, for fans. It's probably not ideal. You can't plan to go to a yep. game a week. Yeah, like, yeah, the fifth If you're comes in out the a country or, or four, yeah. yeah. In terms of this game, I, I, I think all the games this round is what Lisa said is all even um, I'm going St Kilda in a tight one against GWS just because they're playing at home.
1: Yep, yep. I think you're genuine going into St Kilda as we move to another great match. Probably the one I'm most excited for today is North Melbourne and the Bulldogs. A little bit at stake here. I think they're both, the Bulldogs got a chance to jump uh, into finals contention here today if they can get the win across here. It's, I, I'm i going to back them in. I think the Bulldogs can get it. They've got a lot of talent there, obviously we know through the mid and through the forward line.
2: Yeah, I was going to say the same. I'm going Bulldogs yep. as well. I think they can cause a bit of an upset.
3: It's potential a, Potentially a mini um, elimination yep. final there because of where they both sit. And they're probably one of a few sides that can't afford to have another loss. Um, it, yeah, I'm probably going to join you both there in tipping the Bulldogs. They're a very good side when they're up and about. And, yeah, pr- probably can beat North today.
1: You're right, North and Kangaroo is both on four wins for the year, so this is a big one here with just a couple of rounds left in the season. Um, and then we'll head across to your mob, alley. Melvin <laughs> taking on Adelaide across at Casey Fields. It's a long trek out to Casey Fields for 7.10pm tonight if you're not from, I guess it's like you coming from Ringwood to the hangar today.
3: Yeah, and even um, it, it's even <laughs> quite a bit of a trek from from Ringwood to Casey. So I don't envy anyone who um, has to come from this side of uh, of town to the game tonight, but um, yeah, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll keep my um biases out of it here for a moment, and yeah, I'm expecting a close game. Either side can win. It's just a question of which which version of of each side turns, turns up. up because Melbourne proved that they can have, at their best they can beat anyone. They've beaten North. They've beaten well. They've beaten Adelaide in the past, but. Yeah, the, the games against uh, Collingwood and the Bulldogs were just... Uh, how do I put it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had 65... Across the two games, they had 65 inside 50s for three goals 20, which is just ridiculous. Three goals 20. Yes, which is just... Yeah. And if <laughs> <laughs> That's real
2: Darabin area. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> and
1: you you said it right there. There were no words. You just stopped.
3: Yeah. But they've, they also proved against North that... When they're up and about it at the desk, they can beat anyone. Just look at that second quarter from that North game or second quarter from the Gold Coast game. But, yeah.
1: I, it is a difficult one, but I think I'm going to tip Adelaide on the road. I know it's a, a bit of a trip and I know it's a tough, tough one, but I think they're a little bit more consistent and I think they're mm. someone that I'd probably be backing in um, yep. tonight just to really stake their claim across the finals. I'm
2: the same. If Melbourne sort out their scoring issues, then they, they do have a chance, but Adelaide too strong.
1: And I guess tomorrow we're talking about ground availability. So at Icon Park, it'll be Carlton hosting Fremantle.
3: Yeah, another interesting one. Um, Carlton were pre- pre-season were tipped as as the team to beat and they were premiership favourites. by They were tipped by a lot of uh, captains and media and everyone else. But... Yeah, that's just. They're
1: definitely exciting in patches, Carlton.
3: Yeah, they they are very good when they're when they're performing, but at times this year they've just looked a bit ordinary. And yeah, um, Freo, um although they have had finally have had that loss a couple of weeks ago, are still a bloody good side. So yeah, I think Frio should should get the win today.
2: Yeah, Fremantle um, destroyed West Coast last week, and I expect them to destroy Carlton. I reckon Fremantle might go all the way. They deserved that premiership last year. Fremantle in yep. general <laughs> probably just deserve a premiership. Um, <laughs> maybe they can go all the way.
1: Give the state, give the club some happiness. It's interesting just looking back that in 2019 it was Carlton that took the chocolates by 36 points. But um, how friend. the tides have turned.
3: Yeah, since that then. might have been one of their um, their last losses before that Brisbane game a couple of weeks ago. Amazing, I and then haven't done the maths, but yeah, that was possibly one of their like, last. Losses before they went on the run. Our producer Pete's nodding <laughs> at me, so I'm gonna say that yes, that was one of their um, last losses. But yeah, I I still think Frio should easily get the chocolates tomorrow. They've proven that one of the sides to beat all year, and mm. Calden just haven't proven that yet. And then
1: another exciting match here is um, Brisbane takes on Collingwood. Both sides looking good at the moment.
2: Yeah, no, that's mouth watering. Um, <laughs> I reckon both sides are probably. Tip to be flag favourites or thereabouts um, and just Brisbane with the home ground advantage I reckon they'll they'll break Collingwood's run. um,
3: You reckon Brisbane will win? Yeah I reckon because yeah I've (laughs) Uh, how do I put this had the um, unfortunate pleasure of (laughs) watching them a couple weeks ago against (laughs) Melbourne and um, they were just they were just another level they were just so dominant and yeah I, I don't agree with you there, James. I think Collingwood should get the win. They have just been absolutely dominant all year. They're doing a Freo basically, from last year. And, yeah, I think they should win.
1: Yeah, we'll also jump on Collingwood to continue their run as we quickly head to the last match between West Coast and Geelong over at Mineral Resources Park.
2: Yeah, I think both teams have struggled this year. Um, West Coast were pretty poor last week against Freo and Geelong. They've just been pretty poor all season, so both teams needing a win probably due for a win I'm um, going west coast
3: uh, neither side have had a win yet this year have they or, no, or no. have Geelong had one um, but yeah battle of the well dwellers I guess um, yeah both due for a win um, yeah I don't actually know who I think will win I'll leave that thought there.
1: Well, we'll leave that thought there for all our listeners to mull over as we take a quick break here. We're just 10 minutes away from the start time as the teams run out here in the Wharf Radio match of the day between Essendon and Hawthorne. We'll take a quick break and then we'll be back with the first bounce.
10: Australia is working hard to ensure we all have access to safe, effective and free COVID-19 vaccines, which will give us the protection to go about our everyday lives. The COVID-19 vaccines are being assessed carefully by independent clinical experts to ensure all potential vaccines meet Australia's high safety and quality standards. After vaccines are approved, they'll be rolled out, going to those most in need of protection first. To keep up to date, visit health.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Elder
12: abuse can take many forms. Financial abuse is the most common. He said, Mum, I'll get the money for you.
7: I gave him my card, he's my son.
4: And then I got a call from the bank manager.
14: I never expected this from my
7: daughter. If I don't change my will, I can't see the grandkids again.
12: For free confidential support, call 1-800-ELDERHELP. That's 1-800-353-374.
14: Hi, Kirk Pingilly from In Excess here. And whether it's music, sweet things, puppies, movies, We all love our treats, but our eyes need treating too. 300,000 Australians, including me, are affected by glaucoma. Diagnosed early, glaucoma can be managed. Left undiagnosed, it can cause blindness. So treat yourself by treating your eyes to a simple test. Book your test at treatyoureyes.org.au today.
7: Hey guys, I'm Jess And I'm Lisa from the Veronica's for Rad Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving What does it mean to be a designated driver? It means you're the friend who's agreed not to drink Not the person who's had the least to drink It's cool to do and it shows you care about your friends If you screw up just once, then your life changes forever Face it, their lives are in your hands So why don't you and your friends take it in turns to be the designated driver when you go out You'll make the road safer for all of us
10: A tough time doesn't excuse abusive behaviour at home. Even in crisis, there's no place for domestic or family violence. If you, your family or community is affected, help is available online and by phone 24-7. For free, confidential advice, support and counselling for everyone, contact 1800RESPECT. There's no place for domestic or family violence. Help is here. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra.
7: Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W, and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the Nab League Girls. Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL Women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz.
13: How often should you wash your hands?
7: Maybe around nine times a
13: day. Four? Like twenty? Maybe twice a day. Whenever they feel dirty. When should you wash your hands?
7: After you touch some raw meat. And before starting to eat. At the beginning. I wash my hands before preparing food.
13: How would you rate your knowledge of food safety? Probably like an eight out of ten, six or seven. Seven point five? Learn more at foodsafety.asn.au slash food safety training. Food safety, it's in your hands.
4: The Smith family have been helping disadvantaged Australian children for decades. Today we focus on helping children break the cycle of disadvantage by supporting them to get the most out of their education. But right now, one in six Australian children are living in poverty and don't have what they need for school. These kids need a hand up, not a handout. You can help them get the school essentials they need to fit in and the extra learning support to keep up. Please sponsor an Australian child today. Search The Smith Family.
1: Welcome back to the Wharf Radio match of the day between Essendon and Hawthorne at the hangar. It's a fantastic day for footy, overcast conditions, and we're just moments away from an 11 o'clock bounce here. You're listening to us on Wharf Radio, but you can also join in listen and watch the stream on VFLW's Facebook, YouTube and social media accounts here. We're moments away from the bounce here. Just making her way into the middle there is Essendon Captain Georgia Nance Cowan. Nance Cowan? got to get my pronunciation better at names.
2: I say Nan and then she's got the long uh, sleeves on wearing the number 5. <laughs> I've been huh? told
3: it's Nan Scorn. She um, I was lucky enough to interview her at the media day and she um yeah told me it's Nan Scorn.
2: And Hutchins in there too as we get ready for the point toss. Which way would you be kicking to today?
1: There's not a lot of wind around. Um still. Yeah. So it's actually quite a still ground. I don't think um, yeah, no, I don't think there's a, a favor at all. Well, Looks like um S- the toss and is gonna yeah. kick to
2: the right of your radio dial and screen.
1: Beautiful kicking to the right. Little maybe is it sun related, no? It's no, oh, across the ground.
2: The, um, oh, it's pretty much in the middle of the ground, the sun.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but I guess you could say it's like it's gonna be more the sun's gonna be more of an issue uh, down Essendon's forward end for this first quarter because yep. it is kind of going at a bit of an angle. Yep.
1: Slightly coming across to our kind of half forward position here now. So we'll just um, look quickly at the outs there for Hawthorne. Obviously, their young players in Curie, uh, Grace and Hardy, I believe, have gone back to Eastern Rangers. So they're playing in the NAB League there, the under-18s girls. So they've been, um, I guess, forced changes to make there. And incoming in has been Newton, Cuss and Nick Carbone, as we mentioned, coming back from the Northern Territory for a week before she goes and plays uh, in the grand final uh, after her side has a week off. So not a, not a bad time period for Carbone at the moment. And then, obviously, the big in for Essendon has been Nalda, who we'll see in the, rock early, in the ruck early as the siren blasts out over here at the hangar. Snell and Hosking, who will provide a little bit of um, buzz there on the half-forward line. So, I guess just moments away from the game here at the hangar. Who are we tipping today, James and Ally?
2: Oh, well, it's hard not to be a little bit biased. But, uh, <laughs> I think both teams are really evenly matched. I'm going Hawthorne in a tight one.
3: All right, Ally. From what you've both uh, told me about last week's game, um, I'm also going to tip Hawthorne.
1: Yeah, no worries. And I'm actually going to go for no bias at all, but go for Essendon. I think they've got a strong outfit. Um, Haven't seen them this year, but I think they might get the win here. So there's just been a slight issue with the VFLW live stream at the moment. Just stay with us um, on wharfradio.com. We'll be bringing you the match live there, and we'll let you know when that live stream does come up up, back and running here at The Hangar. So just a few issues there. And um, we'll let you know when you can join in with that VFLW live stream between Essendon, Hawthorne, The Sun, just peeking out, just in time for the first bounce. where's the sunscreen? Where's the sunscreen? This has been the first three rounds of the VFL has been, where's the sunscreen? Um,
3: uh, I actually have some in my (laughs) bag, funnily enough, if anyone needs it. And um, just before we uh, start, she's going to hate me for this, but I'm, just going to do a quick shout out to my cousin Nat, who I've been told who told me she is going to try and listen in this morning. Uh, she'll be hoping uh, her hawk skills get a good win this morning. I
1: like a few of the shout outs. Um, if you are listening out there in Radio Land, Radio Land, let us know on our Facebook pages at Wharf Radio. We're pretty excited for this match here. I think this um may turn out to be. I mean, we don't want to probably jinx it or say anything too much, but it could turn out to be one of the matches of the season so far. Well,
2: we call it VFLW Match of the Day for a reason. So hopefully <laughs> yes, exactly. this is match of the day.
1: And on that, that's a reminder that you can stick with us a little bit later on in the day. We'll have Port Melbourne v. v Williamstown also being live-streamed. When that live-stream does come up and running again, we'll let you know. I
2: like it. I like it. Two traditional rivals in the one day, two games. So yeah, Rivalry not, round. Remember when not, they used to have that? Oh, yeah, God. If you're, if you're not tuning in, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs>
1: Like we mentioned, no games tomorrow, so you've got no excuses to not be tuning in today and having a bit of a listen to see who can take take the chocolates in some really top games today. We're obviously here at the hangar.
2: And we've seen this in the last couple of weeks, one team getting into positions way <laughs> earlier than the other. We saw it last week, I think, yep. after, I think it was Hawthorne first got into the positions first, and after halftime, D- Darabin were already in their positions, and you know I find it a bit odd.
3: I don't know if it's a mental thing. At least they didn't beat the um, umpires this week, which yeah. was it last week or the week before? I can't, I believe it was, yeah, last week, where both te- both teams were um, lining up, ready to go, and the umpires were nowhere to be seen. So, so we
1: see the Hawthorne players now. They're making their way across to position. They're running down and just getting all set here with the Bombers already in their starting position. So we'll have James as lead caller taking you through the opening bounce here at the hangar.
2: Yes, we're not far away from this one. There's... Um, Dudley and Nolder just line up in their respective ruck positions. Hawthorne kicking to the left of your radio dial. Eston to the right. As umpires just checking that the 6 6 rule um, is applied. And Catherine Brown in the starting in the starting middle. Starting straight um, in the middle. I like that. She was half back for most of the game as well. Shigeti's in the middle for Hawthorne as well. And Captain and for Essendon, lining up on Catherine Brown. So not far to go. As players just shake hands, say good luck, we hate you both. But, uh, <laughs> as umpire holds up the ball, Dudley gets the tap. Catherine Brown is around the ball. She picks it up. She wants to go to O'Malley but couldn't get her hands free. Eventually came out and now Essendon away with the clearance. Now they can run on the wing and go forward. It goes towards McDonald, but she could pick up. Hutchins did and got dispossessed straight away with a good tackle by Theodore.
1: So just while the ball's out of bounds there for a moment, letting you know that live stream is back up and running on the VFLW website. So just you keep listening, listening on radio. And in the nick of time, they've got the video all up and running for you. As
2: the umpire resets to throw the ball back in. It's Dudley and Nelda. As Dudley tried to reach out, couldn't quite get it. Quick kick in the forward line. I think that was McDonald again. It was Snell. Shigeti picks it up. O'Malley's there calling for the ball. She gets tackled. Umpire circling will call the ball up. Half forward for Essendon.
1: So it's all wrapped up here on the half forward line for the Bombers. Got a little bit of an opportunity here as the two racks go up and getting it. That little tap out there was nailed up, but it's the Hawks who can push forward. They get it into the middle of the ground, but it's mopped up there by Ashley Cooper in a fantastic pickup. A little bit of a spoil there from Hawthorne running onto it there with Shigeti. She's in the back line helping out a little bit at the moment and she kind of sends it long there to the captain, Hutchings, who's able to get first use and puts it on the boot and sends it long into the middle of the ground. But it could be another turnover here with a few Bombers players able to run onto it and just chip it forward a little bit. But again, it's Hutchings who's able to steady herself, take the mark, look around, go for it. quite a pinpoint pass that just got a target there by one bounce in O'Malley she gets the ball moving a little bit on a nice grab taken there amongst some Essendon players they're just picked out and popped up giving Hawks chance to go along on the opposite side of our broadcast side here of the ground they're slowly working their way through here Hawthorne but not to be there with that kick taken through the middle there by Essendon so again they're able to clean up what they're trying to do here and it's a bit of a, a bit of a start of the game here that we see in a lot of starts of the game where it's a bit of toing and froing. No side able to just gain momentum and gain control. A lot of it being played through the middle of the ground here. Swiping in there to take the mark there from Dudley. Strong mark there. She just came in there from nowhere and took it on. She gets the handball across to O'Malley who just kicks it towards Hawthorne's half forward line. Bit of a clash there between the two players, but it's Essendon who's able to come out on top and sending it long towards McDonald, and she takes the mark there and just plays on, takes a bounce, runs along the outer side of the ground. Quick handball across. She's looking for a teammate in Barber. Can't quite find her, so the ball's taken to ground there. And it's a Hawks player absolutely pulled to the ground, called dropping the ball. Incorrect disposal there, so the umpire's given it to be an Essendon free kick.
2: And Essendon go forward here. Not much... Inside 50 as they go the skip on there and, skew and who just wheels around and goes as soon as she gets it to the top of the 50. As the players go up for the mark, Theodore has it. Couldn't quite get clean touch on it. And strong tackle there by Gilda as the umpire will throw it up. 40 metres out from Essendon's goal. It's been a bit seesawing early. Dudley. Taps it onto the ground level. Picked up there for Essendon. It was Hale, the Canadian. Now it's McDonald who might be able to have a shot on goal here. She straightens up. This one's bouncing to the near side. It'll be the first score of the day. Essendon moved to one behind Hawthorne yet to score.
3: Sorry, Lauren, but yeah, um, Essendon so far have looked a lot cleaner with possession that uh, Hawthorne have. The, Hawthorne's kicks have been uh, dribbly, inaccurate, Plenty of times Essendon have been able to easily just um, intercept and go forward. So we'll look for Hawthorne to take the ball.
1: Long kick out there, straight out of the 50, into the giant pack. Running onto it there were the Bombers, and getting picked up and in amongst it there was Snell, but it's Hawthorne who can clear it out. But having something to say there looks to be Hale. So she'll send just a short little chip kick to her teammate who tries to get it inside the 50. Drops short, running onto it there was Carbone. So she's back in the side and already making her mark.
2: Holding Look, her head, she got one a bit higher there. I think
1: she got a bit of a whack in the head there at the bottom of the pack when she was taken there by Nance Korn. But it'll be a ball up. Umpire didn't see too much in that. So instead, we'll have a ball up here on Essendon's attacking 50 going up there to get in the tap. Where it was Dudley who was able to just tap it out a little bit and get it to her side. But running onto it there was Yugel, the vice captain. And I think she'd just come off the bench and was in plenty of space. Gets a handball out as she's tackled to Ashley Cooper. On the
0: ball.
1: But it'll be holding the ball there. So didn't get that handball out quick enough. And taking that there will be Newton. So the Hawks will look to go forward here. They haven't had an fi- inside 50 entry into the match so far. It's just the Bombers leading by a sole point at the moment. She goes high and getting first hands onto that there was actually Morecambe for the Bombers, but it's still floating around that Hawthorne half-forward line. And it'll be the umpire making a call here of a holding. So this time the ball will go back to Essendon and we'll see another bit of a seesaw and it'll go back the other way.
2: So That's Morecambe. She just kicked it short onto wing to Barba. Barba had a good game last week. She played on. She got off the mark, but she looked to go inboard. That was an ambitious kick. will be turned over. There's Burns. He just slaps it forward on the, on the centre wing and diving on top of the ball for Hawthorne. It was Owen. It's wrapped up on the wing. There's been a lot of stoppages early. Essendon with most of the attacking momentum. As Nelda goes. Slaps it on top of Dudley, Nanscorn got it to Hosking, who's inside 50, pushing the back there was Theodore Umpire, reluctant to call, as Hutchings can just sidestep one and just bomb it out of defence, as Pack goes up, it's Hale who cl- tried to claim the mark, but it clearly came off the back of her opponent in Shaw. we'll have a ball up half forward for Essendon, Dudley competes, Shigeti, couldn't quite get all of it, Nanscorn tries to dive on top of it, couldn't get it. Flanagan with a kick around the corner, bouncing, bouncing on the wing. heel has got a bit of it so far, she just goes around the corner as long as she can. Shigeti's under it, all eyes on the ball, couldn't quite mark it. Nanscorn on the wing, she can go forward to the top of the 50 and a good mark. Didn't quite take it as a good spoil from Burns. And Theodore tried to take the mark and quit it on half forward for Essendon. Essendon doing all the attacking early in this one. So she's
1: been up and about, Theodore, but just not yet able to capitalise on a few of those marking opportunities, but she should get some more with the way Essendon's playing at the moment along their half-forward line. They'll look to bring it back to her, and getting the tap out there with Step, was Stepnell, actually, who just jumped in the ruck there to grab that for the Bombers, but it goes into the arms of Bane, who sends it just long into an open 50. Running onto it there is Brown. She's running. She's running. She gets first. She tries to duck around her Essendon opponent on the left boot. It goes straight through the middle. It's the Hawks with the first goal here at the hangar. Despite the Bombers having all of that early play, just running onto it there was Brown. Absolutely sprinted towards that ball. Open 50, open goal square, beat a direct opponent. And now it's the Hawks leading one goal straight six to the Bombers, 1.1. That was
2: against the grain. They had an open 50 Hawthorne as the kick just came forward and how good was that by Catherine Brown.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And that was I'm pretty sure that was their first inside 50 of the quarter and yeah, it was it was good work from the Hawks players further up to to see that Brown could run onto that and could yeah, create the space and then yeah, um, definitely made the most of it.
1: Absolutely sensational there from
2: Brown. So Rock Chain is Dyson is in the rock. As umpire holds up – I think there's a 666 warning from the umpire. She it just the, gives the players a bit of notice.
3: One of the Hawks forwards didn't uh, didn't quite get back in time.
2: And then Hutchings has moved up on a wing as well. She can play everywhere. Let's then get the tap forward. McDonald off the ground. She keeps chasing at Eagles there. And then go forward. It's one out inside 50. Mark could be taken and is. Great mark. Right through. You can go out directly in front, only 25 out, and should have no dramas kicking this one. So Essendon to for the instant reply. Frew comes in, kicks the umpire, does a bit of movement, but it's squeezed home, and Essendon get their first of the day. Lovely they kick. They move to 1-1-7, one, one, Hawthorne one goal straight, six, Essendon lead by one, halfway through the first quarter.
3: Yeah, it was a lovely kick there from Frew, just dead straight. The only movement the umpire had to make was back which is, um, as a footballer, is what you'd want to do, what the umpire to do, as opposed to them going sideways.
1: So this game is just living up to expectations very early on in the match. Hopefully it continues there as, again, Dyson's stepped into the ruck there to go up against Nalda. It's the umpire, again, just make sure everyone's in the formation and the ball goes up to restart play. Ball goes over the top of the two rucks and it goes, falls out the back there. Running onto one of the Bombers, who just go long towards uh, McKay out wide of the ground, who's able to take a nice little mark and she just swings it towards her teammate, who's running onto it but getting first to the ball there. Looks to have been Burns. So she's able to get to it, but she's kind of out muscled a little bit and getting the ball to the Bombers, and they're just walk, working it forward here, running directly into the 50 and taking a kick towards goal. It's just out wide, completely misses the goalpost there, and it'll be out of bounds and a throwing very deep. But in the Bombers 50.
3: That'll be disappointing there for Essendon because it was great run, great uh, great uh, possession, great uh, space as well. And it, it would have been the icing on the cake to uh, get the goal, but alas.
1: So the ball comes in again. We're in deep in Essendon's quarters here. Just falls into the arms there of Stepnall who takes it and kind of gets it away, but she's wrapped up again. She gets a little boot to it, so handy kick to her teammate who's just completely wrapped up there by Gilda.
3: Lucky the umpire doesn't to hold back. Yeah, lucky not to give away the um in-the-back free there.
1: So, again, it'll be a throw-up here. It's just locked inside the Bombers 50, getting the tap out there. Though it was Dyson for the Hawks, but it's the Bombers on the bottom of the pack. That's
10: running over oh. there. Will get a free Yugal. kick.
1: She's completely run over there, and she'll get a free kick here now. 25 metres out from the Bombers goal. So, it'll be interesting to see what Ugle can do here, and if she can put the Bombers in front.
2: She it's has no intention of passing <laughs> this one. <laughs>
1: Went straight back there. Doesn't take too long to just start her run up now. And she goes in on the slightest of angles here in the hangar. Puts it on the right boot, but it looks to have been pulled to the left. And it was. So just a point there for the Bombers. One, two, eight. They're leading the Hawks. One
2: goal, six. As doing all the attacking, and some kind of interesting that they're only two points ahead. Uh, that kick from Snell just seconds earlier uh, looked to be a certain goal
3: they definitely they definitely are looking like the better side at the moment they're a lot cleaner with the ball a lot better with their spacing but yeah definitely not um uh making the most of it on the scoreboard
2: good mark there by Dyson halfback for the Hawks competed with Snell in a good marking contest she looked to go inboard but then just shanked the kick back to Snell Snell can go all the way if she wants she's from 50 just lowers the eyes beautifully great positioning there was from Clifford who just Clifford. went back quickly off one step and beautiful possession For the Bombers, they'll have another chance. And Quigley, from just probably where they got their first goal, directly in front, 25 metres out, as Melanda stands the mark for Hawks and Quigley can have a shot. Strolls in. Point blank range. Did not drop that one on the boot well at all. It's gone out on the full. I, the outside.
3: Luckily, I didn't say that I um, thought she was going to get there because <laughs> then you could have blamed uh, commentator's curse. But, I think it yeah, was a
2: commentator's curse. Yeah, I said point back <laughs> range.
3: She is yeah, one of one of their uh, main goal kickers, uh, um, Alex Quigley. So, yeah, not greatest kick from her.
2: Did not look good off the boot as Essendon can go forward again here. It's Hosking on half forward on the outer side. Just lowered the eyes. Didn't go to anything in particular. It's through the goal kicker. Tries to get out of traffic. She puts one on the boot, but just gets instantly smothered. And Shigeti can just rebound for the Hawks. Goes that outer side. There's Brown. She can put on the afterburners if she wants. She does against Nalda. This is a good contest. This. She got a little boot on the ball. She's killed competing, but Nalda with hands on it. And now it's Nanskorn. The captain goes to the top of the 50. Almost marking was McDonald. She went on the hands to Anthony. Anthony just went to the outer side to Cecilia McIntosh. We know she can run and carry, and she just delivers it into the forward turning him inside out, but not enough was through. She got wrapped up in the tackle. The McIntosh can go all the way with a snap to the top of the square. Marking it is Clifford, and she should have no dramas putting this one in from 10 metres out, slight angle.
3: It was good positioning originally from McIntosh on the um, 50. The kick to her didn't quite seem like it was intended to go to McIntosh, but it all worked out in the end. And yeah, Mary Clifford here, uh, formerly of... Geelong, Frio and the Ds. Uh, one of Essendon's pickups in the off-season. So, hope she should be able to get this.
2: Taking her time as she comes in. She has no dramas putting that one through. Essendon have their second of the day. They move to 2-2-14. Two, two, Hawks one goal straight, six. Essendon dominating early.
3: They yeah. sure are, and you can definitely hear it from a bit of the crowd here. <laughs> yeah, you can tell we're, um, we're at the hangar and not Box Hill City Oval. Um, yeah, Essendon... Yeah, although they're only, what, eight points ahead, you can tell that they're definitely the, uh, the more dominant side on the ground. They're a lot cleaner with the possession, better with the spacing. And Hawthorne, apart from that one kick that uh, resulted in their goal, have just not looked very uh, confident around the ground, which is something um, Beth Goddard and her coaching team will no doubt um, have a word to the, the girls about at quarter time.
1: Dudley back in the ruck here for the Hawks, and she just can't get the, the tap out the tap out there from Nalda, but it'll be the Hawks who are able to just pick it up there and go from Carbone, and she just sends it long towards her side, but it's picked up by Essendon, and they'll just switch it back the other way, and it'll be another it's seesawing sawing. affair. Yep, good work. A bit of ping-pong here being played, so it's Gilda, and she just sends it out wide to her teammate who goes on a little bit of a run, gets it to the top of the 50, and there's a mark taken by the Hawks at the very top of their 50. And it'll be, it'll be Vine.
2: Oh, no, it was in the hands now of Now Williams, Vine. better hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get much better than Williams. So she just looks to kind of pop it up. And it, um, unfortunately well, for the Hawks, goes straight un, into the arms of Essendon.
2: Un-Williams-like.
1: Un-Williams-like. We didn't expect that there. We were expecting a little bit of a spark, but not quite. And running into it there was Davies from the Bombers. She couldn't hang on to that. But it's Hosking who's able to sidestep her opponent. She sends a quick handball out the back.
2: Oh, that's holding the ball.
1: Great tackle. Absolutely holding the ball. So it'll be the Hawks here and there's no mucking around there from Cormac. She just gets on with it and sends it to the top of the 50 where she's able to find Owen. So it's, it's Owen. Sends the kick long and to the left of the square there and it's looks like it might have been mark. One. I think they did. Yep, the uh, yep. Haw- Hawks have marked it. So a one-on-one contest there. I think it might be Carbone down there who's able to take it. She'll take the kick there. From a bit of an angle, she's got a bit of an angle on her, but about 15 metres out. Back her in from here? Yes, absolutely. I think this could be the Hawk's second.
2: Was it Flanagan? Oh dear, Either the way, old it's just
1: her right guess. There, And it'll be a point there. So it's the bombers 2 2 14, leading Hawthorne 1 two, 8. It was yeah.
2: Flanagan as McIntosh looks to reset for Essendon. And she likes to run, so she just goes as long as she can to the top. Hutchings is under that one. She couldn't quite get the mark as Hawthorne might go back into attack here. Wheeled around and went with Carbone. And now it's Dyson who just ran into traffic and that's holding the ball. Like a deer in front of headlights. As Essendon can just reset think there'd be too much time remaining in this one for the quarter. There's Hutchings, strong mark, as Hawks can go forward again, lowers the eye. That's a brilliant kick, just speared it into the arms of Newton. So Newton, if she is going for the goal, would have to kick for about 50 out, decides to just go along and at the top of the 50. It's all Essendon though, as they can just rebound if they want. Possession wasn't good, Vine just circling for a tackle. They run away with it on the outer side, looking for Barber. So it's Barber against Dudley. Just handballs it to herself and gets dispossessed, and Dudley has it. Goes into Shigeti. Shigeti just head down, kicks it as far as she can. The captain in Ferson and Nanskorn tries to get the ball, just paddles it towards that outer wing, towards the boundary. And the umpire will call the ball up. Run that boundary line on the outer wing.
1: So right on the outer side of the ground, like you mentioned, James, can't be much left in this first term here. With the Bombers leading the Hawks at the moment. It looks like it was Dudley who was able to get a little bit of a tap out and they're close to the boundary line, but clearing it away from there will be the Bombers as they look towards uh, Quigley, who was up there and able to get a touch onto it. And it's still in the Bombers' possession as they move it further into the corridor and taking the mark there was Eugle. She never opts to take a little bit of time, but instead just goes to play on and finds her teammate, Ashley Cooper. So it was the right decision there. Running onto it uh, there. McIntosh. McIntosh. Sorry, I was going to say McKay. McIntosh. But then it's taken on there by Anthony at the top. She goes for a short little kick. It wasn't 15, but it goes into the hands of her teammate nonetheless. Heading towards goals again. And it just bounces through for a behind.
2: Just can't finish it off the Dons. They had their chances there. Hutchings will look to reset from the back line. They'll probably try and slow play off. Essendon doing most of the peppering. Won't want to concede a goal in the late stages of the first term. What Hutchings has been doing the last few weeks is just kicking up long in the middle. Yep. Probably not the greatest time to do it, but she does anyway. <laughs> she just goes as long as she can. She has a roosting kick. That went about 50 metres. Just picking up there was Morecambe. Just went to the top of the 50. Eugle tried to keep it in. I think she did. No, not quite, umpire. And it's a last touch. Out of of bounds, so Hawthorne to reset. I think this is Carbone. She just elects to go in the middle of the ground. She looked for Dudley. Missed her by a mile as Nance Corn. The captain lowers her eyes, goes in 50. Couldn't quite take the mark, was Davies. She's still paddling. Siren sounds. That is the end of the first quarter. An eventful one. Essendon lead two. Three fifteen 15 Hawthorne 1-1-7. What do you make of that?
1: Well, I think you'd sit here and think, well, the Bombers could be leading by a lot more. Uh, they missed a few opportunities there. A few, probably, um, there are probably two goals there that I think they could have got.
2: One late and then one early. One late and one
1: early, track. yeah. And I think looking at um, the Hawks, though, so geez, they show you how dangerous they are. Once they get going, they just run. They've got that run and carry and they've got the speed. But it's just about kind of getting that, doing the hard work beforehand to get it down to their forward line. They
2: play that typical of play with the, with the possession, just making yep. sure that they nail every kick. You can tell them when they're at half-back, they look to go inboard and they look to lower their eyes and find that yep. target and just work from half-back. Um, and when they do do it, they look dangerous. <laughs> they just need to do it yep. more. And, um, yeah, some of their disposal efficiency wasn't good at times.
3: Yeah. And, yeah. Sorry, I, don't, I was just going to say, I don't have much else to add from what uh, you've both said. But, yeah, some of yeah, Hawthorne's kicks have looked quite off. Um, whereas Essendon's have yeah, been a lot cleaner. They've had a few off kicks, but <laughs> call it lucky bounce, call it whatever you want, but it, it's paid off. They've, yeah, the kick's gone as, askew, but it's managed to be picked up by um, the likes of McIntosh and other players running on. And, yeah, they definitely should be leading by more, considering how, how dominant they were in that opening term. So it is quarter time here at the hangar from the Wharf
1: Radio's match of the day. It is the Bombers leading 2-3-15, leading the Hawks 1-1-7. We'll be back after this break with the second quarter.
0: Been playing for a while, sweet kicks. Because footy makes you smile, sweet kicks football. If you're getting ready for the trial. Go the extra mile Sweet Kicks football Not always hearing that sweet sound when you kick the ball? Need to develop your footwork or explosive speed? Want to take the next step in your footy career? Then you need Sweet Kicks. More info on our Facebook page or go to our website sweetkicksfootballacademy.com.au Gotta go the extra mile Sweet
12: Kicks football Oh, hi, I'm Maria from Sesame Street. And Elmo's Elmo. And we're here to talk about driveways. Driveways can be dangerous for children. Poor little red monsters? So it's important for parents to always watch their children around them. Yeah, driveways are for cars, not for play. That's right, Elmo. Play only in safe places away from driveways because people in cars may not see you. Uh, Elmo sees you, Maria. Tag, you're it. Oh, here I come, <laughs> Elmo. Remember, driveways are like roads, always supervise, separate and see. Learn more at kidsafevic.com.au
6: Hello, I'm Bryony Dawson. Expressions of interest are now being taken for the second round of the 2020-21 Change Our Game, Making the Call program. The course is designed to provide aspiring women sports broadcasters with the skills and mentoring to pave their own way into broadcast media. I was one of the lucky 21 women who took part in the first round of the pilot program. The program included the opportunity to hear from well-established media identities including Kelly Underwood, Andy Marr, Melanie Jones and my personal favourite, Daisy Pearce. For more information about the program, visit the Change Our Game website.
13: How often should you wash your hands? Maybe around nine times a day.
6: Four? Like 20? Maybe twice a day.
13: Whenever they feel dirty. When should you wash your hands?
7: After you touch some raw meat. And before starting to eat. At the beginning, I wash my hands before preparing food.
13: How would you rate your knowledge of food safety? Probably like an eight out of 10. Six or seven. 7.5? Learn more at foodsafety.asn.au slash foodsafetytraining. Food safety, it's in your hands. It's the
0: VFL Women's Match of the Day.
1: Thanks for joining us on the Wharf Radio Match of the Day. It's Essendon here on the home ground at the Hangar 2315, leading Hawthorne 117. I'm joined by James Strobinos in play-by-play and match analyst. Ali Collette, it's fantastic to have you here. And it looks like this game might just be living up to expectations. How do you think this second quarter is going to play out? Do you think the Bombers will heap a little bit more pain on the Hawks? Or is it a comeback for the Hawks potentially towards the right of your radio dial?
2: Well, I think the siren sounded a good time for the Hawks. Bombers were peppering late. So Hawks just need a reset. But Essendon looking really good early. Um, I think they'll continue that. But hopefully the Hawks can just, I don't know, pull their way back into this one. It, it, the Scoreboard... Um, could be a lot worse for the Hawks. So it's lucky that it's only a couple of points.
1: And absolute flashes of brilliance there. Obviously, we saw early that flash of brilliance from Brown. and That's probably something that the Hawks will look to continue and probably make that a little bit more consistent. Um, Like we mentioned last week, they did have a great second quarter, but they couldn't hold on to that for the game. Did get the win, but it looks like that's just not going to be the case here against Essendon. They're not going to let that uh, happen here. One good quarter isn't going to be enough to beat them.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, And who do you see as the the player that's probably standing out the most so far?
1: I think there were some good players against, um. I mean, Korn had plenty of the ball early. Uh, Sody McIntosh late in that match. She just came kind of and went From forward.
2: back. And then, yeah, she worked her way forward. She yeah. almost had a chance to score a goal. And I think she did centre it to the top of the square and have a shot. And I think that was one of them, the ones that they converted. Okay. So as we get going into this second quarter, it's Dudley and Nolda. Nolda just tapped it forward. Nance and tried to get possession. Couldn't quite. Bit of a scruff in the centre of the ground. Both teams just trying to get a hand of the ball. Umpire circling as the ball comes out. Hosking can just send it forward into the 50. It's just starting how the last quarter started with Essendon just streaming forward. They can go all the way here. It's McDonald. She can just run into goal. She does. They get their first of the quarter. They move to 3-3-21. Hawks 1-1-7. And what a fast start from Essendon.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and um, beginning beginning the second where they left off the first a bit, and yeah, uh, great kick there from McDonald, and is this a sign of uh, things to come from the Bombers, or is it just a a case of uh, um, starting where they left off, but Hawthorne will come back? We'll wait and see what happens. And a real quick passage of play there from the Bombers too. Didn't
1: muck around, just got it straight in, and McDonald was there to clean up.
2: He's been good early, McDonald. We've yeah. her name a few times. Yeah.
1: She's been fantastic, been strong, and now she's got the reward for that. So we'll go up again. Just a minute into the quarter, we've already had the Bombers here kicking a goal, 3-3-21. They're leading the Hawks one who are going forward into the right-hand side of your radio dial is where the Hawks are kicking, running onto it around and abouts, was Vine. And she's able to pick it up. She puts it onto the right boot. She sends it towards goal. One bounce, two bounce.
3: Oh,
2: Williams, so, William,
1: so so close Instant from Williams.
2: Reply. Not quite. Oh.
1: Oh, what could have been there for the Hawks? That was just centimetres away from a goal, but it's mopped up there to kick in by Cormac. So she'll give the Hawks another opportunity here, just taking control and swiping in to really intercept that. Kick in there from the bomber. So great play from Cormac, who's directing the troops now and telling she them where the she... has a distance. Yeah, she always has a distance, and she's telling players she wants them on the line just in case. Or she'll pop it up to the goal square. It's a flat kick. Oh. Looking for a teammate, but it just bounces off her, and it's... Taken by the Bombers and yugel who gets a little hand pass across to her teammate into a dangerous zone here Call and back again. Cormac again. Cormac with another mark from a Bombers kick. So just a few metres to the left of where she was standing 20 seconds ago. She's got a few teammates around. Just oh. a 20-metre kick. Looks to go straight into the arms there of McIntosh, who gets it out to yugel who goes for another hand pass there. little string here from Gardner, who finds her teammate, who's just pushed to the ground there, Nelda. Nalda. But the kick was good anyway, and it looks like Hosking might be the player to take it out of the danger zone here for the Bombers. And she does get it out of the 50, gets to the half-forward line for the Hawks. But there's plenty of Hawks players milling around there, and one of those is sure. She gets her hands on the ball, but he's taken to ground. And the umpire will come in and do a, th- a throw-up on the outer side of the ground and Hawks' half-forward line.
2: Yeah, Hawks doing well at just locking the ball uh, at the top of their 50 and inside 50. So hopefully they can have another scoring shot as Dudley just takes it out. Of the ruck contest and just gave it to Bolding. Dudley again is, is holding the ball, umpire's is called as Eston can just reset here through Barber. So Hawks, chance gone, begging for them, they'll peppering as Barber, half back goes to Hosking. Hosking on the bounce, just picks it up. Umpire didn't pay the mark. Barber just took around one, Hosking again. Actually, it's Yugel who just put it on the boot. And Eston can just go forward with Barber, who's had three possessions. And there's a the goal kicker in McDonald goes to half forward, drop mark was through. As it goes out of bounds, half forward for Essendon. Interesting start to this quarter. Both teams just looking to attack at all costs. How have you seen it, Alice?
3: Um, yeah, similar to what you, you were saying there, James. It's a bit of toing and froing, but you could uh, not as much as what we saw in the first quarter. And Hawthorne seem to have come out a bit more firing, a bit better, a bit cleaner with their possession, but um. One thing they're going to have to watch is Essendon's speed. Once they get on a bit of a run, they're hard to stop. So, um, yeah, they'll be trying to make sure that they can't do that.
1: So, the Hawks are able to move it towards their half forward line. But again, it's a bit of catch up here from the Hawks players. There's a 50 with nobody home. And there was Bane running onto it. But it's held up here anyway. So, it'll give the players. Oh, it'll be a free kick to Essendon. So, all the players going the other way now. And it'll be going into the hands of Hale. So she'll take the kick here and she decides to go backwards, a little bit of a one bounce there towards her teammate who gathers in Gardner. She's got options here. McIntosh is a short option and that's who she finds and it goes into the safe hands of McIntosh. Right boot, 20-metre kick again. String of uh, kicks here. She finds her teammate in Hosking who's been very good in this quarter. She goes high and she Drop finds mark. her teammates there in Davies. So just short 20-meter kicks here for the Bombers are working well. There's a clear option here for Davies to go to. And again, the bounce just can't quite favour Clifford, who's wrapped up there, but she gets the ball away before the umpire has time to blow his whistle. The Bombers look here and try to out-muscle in and around there, though, for the Hawks was Dyson, but it's on the ground there for Yugel. She's in and tough and hard at it. Quickly gets the clearance there, and she's looking to... Get it into her sides, attacking 50. But there's a few Hawks players looking to stop that. One of those is Hutchings. Again, she gets the ball off and across to her teammate. And it's the Hawks who are looking to steady a little bit here. And they'll go for the switch instead to the opposite side of the ground. And it's a safe kick there. The corridor's open here and the Hawks have got a little bit of running to do to get back into their area. Running onto it for the Hawks is O'Malley and Brown who are there and amongst it. But it's the Bombers who can pick it up here. And it looks to be the hands of Mackay. And she sends it to the 50, but up there, just cutting it off there, is Madison Shaw. So, again, the Hawks will go here. On the outer side of the ground, they'll look to get a little bit of a string of kicks here and see what they can work as they try and maybe slow it down a little bit. Going through the hands there of Owen, so the Bombers have a chance here. There's a few around the ball,
3: but it'll be a holding call. Uh, incorrect disposal, In- I believe. but Incorrect disposal. Yeah, Either way. it might have been
1: around the neck for a little bit.
3: Yeah, I'm not quite sure, but yeah, it didn't look like she um, was going to get rid of that very easily. There was about there was one of her and about five or six Bombers around her. So that was
1: Barber who took the kick
3: there and gets the inside 50. So it's
1: just sitting at the top of the 50 here as we take a moment to give a big shout out to Emma and Lucy Race who are listening on Wharf Radio, obviously doing the Making the Call, which I was a part of, so it's good to have you listening there. And to those at the Bomber Blitz Forum who are watching the VFL YouTube stream, it's great to have all of you on here. And we hope you're enjoying a cracking match here at the hangar between Essendon and Hawthorne. It's the Bombers, 3-3-21, leading the Hawks 1-2-8.
2: And the Bombers are blitzing early in the second quarter as they go in 50 again. Dudley tried to cut it off. Couldn't quite take the mark. Cillian McIntosh is there. As They work it around the top of the 50. They can have a shot here. Having the shot was step but it got touched. Umpires called play on. Quick kick out of the pack to the top of the goal square. Might be cut off. Can they get a boot? <laughs> Hoskins just running for it. It's touched. touched. It'll be a minor score. That was the dangerous Bombers. there for the Hawks. That was dangerous. They just need to get it across the line. The ball's just straddling on that line. Yeah. As the Bombers move to 3 4 22, Hawks 1 2 8. Elise?
3: Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, uh, very much a near miss there for Hawthorne and what could have been for the Bombers just one one uh, a ride boot difference and yeah, things could have been very different.
2: So Hutchings just with the long kick into the centre of the ground. Uh, that was a unrealistic marking attempt. One of the Hawthorne players, as Stepnell, will get the free kick. Just on half forward for Eston. They've been peppering. He just goes to the top, to the hot spot, to a one-on-one and working the body. I think it was Clifford. Yep, that's Clifford. It was Clifford.
3: A good strong and mark she, there. She
2: doesn't want the goal. She wants to look off and try and feed it off to a player, but... Umpire's just called her to straighten up onto her mark cause she'll kick from directly in front, 35 metres out.
3: Accuracy the, shouldn't be an issue, but you know, distance probably shouldn't be an issue either, but it'd be more of an issue than uh, accuracy because she's pretty much dead straight in front.
2: There's a few players just covering that line. She'll be Probably just on her distance, 35 metres out. Clifford comes in, strolls in, takes her time. Kick is on its way. Looks good from here. Looks really good from here. She gets her second.
3: Lovely kick. And Essendon are on
1: fire. That was a beautiful kick there from Clifford. I don't know why she was looking to pass off for a little bit there. Her trying to do the darting. team thing. Her
2: body was jolting, but she just took her time, took her 30 seconds. It had the distance pretty easily. Essendon moved to 4-4, four, four, 28 Hawks, one two eight. They lead by 20 points.
3: Yeah, maybe she was trying to do the team thing and... Trying to pass it yeah, off to someone involved, else. But she yeah. should the just team back herself in. That was a bringing kick. And, yeah. Um, oh, uh, what, side, what side am I talking about? Essendon. Sorry, it's been a long morning already. Uh, but, yeah, Essendon are continuing to pepper the, uh, the forward line. And, yeah, I seem to finally be getting reward for their effort. So it's been a long way for... Ali to come from Ringwood, and
1: it's a long kick into the forward 50 of the Hawks here, in and amongst it is Williams, and she's got it on the right boot, curves it into the middle of the 50, but it's just swiped and taken in there by Crook, who's quite calm and cool under pressure, and she gets it across to her teammate. So, again, the Bombers being very strong with their foot by foot today. So it'll be Anthony who sends it out towards the uh, – with the boundary a little bit and it'll go over the line there. So we'll have a throw in.
2: Yeah, I think the Hawks just aren't doing that same tackle pressure in the forward 50 like we saw last week. They look a bit slow, a bit lethargic uh, when they go in.
1: So you're listening to us on Wharf Radio on the VFL live stream. Thanks for joining us here as the Bombers look to just heap a little bit more pain on the Hawks running onto it there for the Bombers in and about is McKay. But it's she's just beaten there by a Hawthorne opponent in Boulding who gets it out a little bit and gains five metres for her side. But it'll be the Bombers again, all the Bombers who are able to pick it up. And here's Clifford, who's a bit of the woman at the moment with two goals today. She gets it off to Anthony, who sends a ball into the 50, running onto it. The bounce just goes over the head of Quigley. But she's able to maintain it, gets it onto the hand pass, across to her teammate in Theodore, who oh, sends it, got it through off one step. She just puts the ball through from Theodore there. Great goal from Felicity Theodore who just heaps another goal onto the Bombers' tally here. So it'll be f- five goals four 34. They're leading the Hawks with the sole goal, one goal, two, eight. Hawks, first goal coming in the first term.
2: And sometimes the ball just bounces your way. That ball went into side <laughs> 50 and it just bounced away quickly, got over the Theodore, yep. squeezed it home. That was brilliant.
3: Yeah, and it, was, it all started from... Uh, Mary Clifford just inside the uh, centre square and it was great awareness from her to find Anthony out on the wing in space who was able to work it into the 50 and then resulting in a goal.
2: So Essendon with a lot of breathing space now they, they're right on top, they came out this quarter just like the first quarter but they've been able to convert as Hawks away at half forward as we've often seen Essendon trying to rebound going forward for Hawthorne was Newton Got wrapped up and gets it back and smothered in there. Hawks just trying to pepper. they need to find something now. There's a race inside 50 for Essendon with all the rebounding so far. As Anthony just gets wrapped up, half-forward for the Hawks. We'll have a boundary throw in as she got tackled over the chalk. Hawthorne need a desperate goal if they had to stay into this contest. Dudley and Nelda, the usual Ruck candidates, back at it. Dudley kind of got pushed off it a little bit, didn't quite get the tack. Snell's been good. She works it across the midfield for the Bombers, went into the quickly direction. It was a standout in that last play for Essendon. Nelda just sweeping at the back, gets pushed off the ball, and then has it again on ground level. And picking up and looking dangerous there is Carbone. She's looked dangerous for the Hawks all day as Essendon just rebounds again. It was Crook that got it out there. It's Hosking, who was in a wrestle. Uh,
3: high contact there.
2: And hushing. she has a long boot. She just has a flying saucer type click to the top. Williams can run onto it here. She's creative around goals. Goes over the shoulder and misses to the near side. Wow, did that look dangerous?
1: That was another creative kick there from Williams. The second one we've seen from her around goals, trying to back up those four from last week. So but Hawthorne boy.
2: moved to one goal, 3-9. They trial in 5-4, 34, halfway through this second quarter. A couple of
1: those goals today would have been handy from Williams, but it'll be the Bombers now, who looking and standing strong there. was Nalda, just falls through her hands and onto the ground. And it's all wrapped up there. Coming over the top there was Clifford, just to make sure all wrapped up there on the bottom of the pack there was Owen. She sure was, so the umpire will come in. Half forward for the Hawks to throw the ball up and, Going up there and getting the tap out there was Dudley. She gets it to her side's advantage. Nice little tap there to O'Malley. Very clever there to get it forward. It bounces. It bounces the other way. There's a couple of Hawks plays in the goal square, but again, they're not able just to gather there, and it'll be Essendon, who goes with a dangerous kick Flanagan. into the hands of Flanagan. Well done by Flanagan. Good foresight. She got the flat kick. She looks to centre it, and she does, and it'll be Shigeti.
2: Shigeti likes this distance.
1: She does. She can definitely make the distance. And I think we'll all probably back her in here to make it. She's about 25 metres out, just slight angle to the right
3: here. It was great awareness from Flanagan. Like, she could have just gone back, taken her time, but she saw that uh, Zegetti was in a better position and made the most of it. So Zegetti looking to back up her goal from last week. It's a good-looking kick. It
1: makes a difference, but it goes through the sticks to the left. So it's just another point here for the Hawks. They're trailing the Bombers here at the hangar, 1-4-10 to the Bombers leading
2: 5-4-34. They've had their chances this quarter, Hawthorne, as they might get another one here. Shigeti
1: tackles
2: uh, gra- Hale and goes over the line. Yeah, I was going to
3: have... say, great defensive pressure there from Zigeti just to maintain that pressure on the um, Essendon defenders trying to get it out of the 50.
2: And One of the first times I've seen that today's Essendon have been able to rebound uh, pretty easily as Shigeti. Gets it over to Cormac. She's been pretty good. She goes on the left to the top of the 50. Her intended target in Newton couldn't quite get the ball. As they quick kick to the top of the... To about 30 metres out. As Scorn gets it from Esther. They can rebound again. They have numbers spreading. She goes into the Mackay direction. Who will look to gather. She does. But she has no one giving her help. As they end up getting away with it. There's only as far as Hutchings for half forward for the Hawks. She's been good in that sweeper role that she's been playing. And Esten, their tackle pressure has just been absolutely phenomenal. They just get the ball wrapped up in the centre.
3: Lucky not to give away um, and in-the-back there, potentially.
2: I think that's been the difference from these sides so far, is Essen just bringing the grunt and the hard work, and they're doing that a lot more than what we're seeing from the Hawks as Eugle picks it up. She went to Barber, and then there was a quick kick out from Stepnall kick Off the wing, Shigeti just battling her opponent in through. Through's been pretty good down the forward line for Essendon so far. On the outer wing, coming away with it was Mackay. She just kicks it to the top of the 50. So it's good mark taken. Half forward was Quigley. Essendon's forward line functioning really well as they can go. Their second goal of the quarter could be to, uh, M- to McDonald, and they will get the goal. <laughs> They've got another Essendon. They're absolutely peppering. I think she did end up following up that effort and getting the goal was McDonald. She's got two for the quarter, and they move to 6-4, 40, to uh, Hawthorne, 2-3, 15. Jeez, that almost
3: came out of nowhere. There was a bit of a stoppage 30 seconds away. Yeah, absolutely. And it was also a great positioning right the way down the line, down the um, 50 from the Essendon players, and they were just trying to create that space, create that option, and... Yeah, they're running away with things a bit here. And at times, the game has looked like could be very close, a bit of a classic. But, yeah, this second quarter, they've just um, blown things out a bit here, the Bombers.
2: And that was the second goal of the quarter for McDonald. And what a good second effort that was. She kicked it, and I was trying to see who she was kicking it to. And by the time I saw who she was kicking to, she'd got the ball and got the goal. She had other plans. Yeah, no, good goal from McDonald.
1: So the ball will go back up again in the middle and it goes into the hands of Eugle with her side leading here by 30 points on the home ground at the hangar. Two and a half minutes left in the first half here. So it looks like it might go back onto Eugle and she's able to gather. She overruns it actually and she's not able to. And jumping in there was Vine from the Hawks who can get a little bit of a hand to it. It'll be all back into the Bombers' hand again as they favour that outer side of the ground. But they keep moving, getting a hand in there was Quigley. She's been very good early, taking a bounce there and getting the kick away Falling into the Bombers' hand and into their forward 50. Yet another entry. They move quickly again. again. And it looks like it was McDonald getting it down, looking for Hosking. But the ball will just flow across the boundary line there in the Bombers' Bombers. pocket.
2: You like those boundary throw-ins deep in the pocket. They've got another chance to just reset and kick another.
1: So that's what they'll look to do here. They've still got plenty of time on the clock just to heap another goal on before we head into the main break. So the ball will go up and it looks like... uh, Dudley goes up strongly, wasn't able to get the tap out, though, and it's the Hawks who are able to just clear it a little bit, running onto there and looking to do something with Vine. And she just goes to run, drops the ball, though, and can't quite get on the run that she was hoping for then. So it's the Bombers pulling it in there, and it just comes out the back and it'll go into the hands of scorn who gets the ball moving. But we'll it'll be strong in defense. Looks like it might be Schaghetti down there who's strong in defence. She's been strong around the ground today, actually, and been quite a leading light for the Hawks, despite them trailing by 30 points at the moment. She goes to the pack there, and out the back there was McIntosh. That'll fall into the hands of her teammate, Ashley Cooper, who's got a couple of options. She goes to a one-on-one. The ball's brought to ground. The Hawks look to pick it up and probably will be happy to carry it through there for a behind, but they can't quite do that, and picking it up will be Shigeti again. She jumps in there and looks to help out her side. She's going for Flanagan, who's in a bit of a 2v1 contest, and it's the Bombers that win out. Nanskorn's running into it around there, and she turns around and sends across a hand pass, and it will be going there for a point there to kick from McDonald, just floating across to the le- left, but yet another shot from McDonald there, and she's looking great today.
2: And their whole forward line's looking great today, McDonald being one of them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Another, Clifford another. So I think their whole, the whole side's just standing up. In the late stages of the second quarter, Hutchings normally looks to go down the middle, takes on one defender, then just goes long. Dudley was her intended target, who couldn't quite take the mark, so it's off-hands. Esten can go forward again. It's Yogle. She hand-passes it to herself and lowers the ice to the top of the 50, and picked off was Hay, who got it forward. And the siren sounds, and what a dominant quarter for Essendon, six five forty one to Hawks two 15 And what a quarter was that was from Essendon.
1: It sure was. So just looking at the scoreline here, it's the Bombers six five forty one, leading the Hawks one four ten here. So I think that scoreline really does tell the story, Ali.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And although yeah, things were a lot closer in that first quarter, the second quarter. Boom! I don't quite know, know how else to put it. Um, yeah, Essendon was just able to get on top, and they looked they looked like the better side, and they are actually able to make the most of their uh, scoring opportunities. And they they looked a lot cleaner with the ball, a lot more a lot more direct with the ball as well, which was something I was noticing particularly towards the end of the term. The Hawks were just bombing it forward and hoping for the best, whereas Essendon were looking for the options in space and actually directly kicking it to them which is probably why the scoreboard is the way it is at the moment
1: they have been quite controlled the bombers there i think we've seen a lot they're opting for that 15 20 meter kick which has worked perfectly for all of them the leads there they take it they mark and they carry that on and i think that's been the difference here is that's been them being controlled but still able to move the ball quickly in a way that gets them into their 50s as they get some high fives as they do make their way off the ground here at half time
2: Probably a very a, happy and very positive.
1: A pretty happy coach there, and it'll be thirty-one points the difference. So, got a nice, handy five-goal lead that they'll be taking into the second half, which is going to be very, very difficult for Lucy and Emma, Emma Race's Hawks to make of that up.
2: Course, as the scoreboard just ticked, we we were reading two, three, ten, and I was getting really confused. <laughs> yeah,
3: so was I. I. <laughs> so was I. I thought I'd like missed something on the on the, the scoreboard. We've got um, they're operating in front of us here, but um, yeah, and besides two, three, ten. That's just bad maths. 2-3-10 <laughs> <laughs> two, two, is, in fact, not 15. Uh, 2-3 is 15, not 10. The Hawks wish they have got 2 three ten. They'd
1: hope that that scoreboard was true. But, um, yeah, b- a bit of a difficult quarter there for the Hawks. Obviously, Hutchins um, shunned through, through again. She's been moved up. She's so strong in defence that I guess you wish you had four or five of her that you could filter a few in defence and push her up the ground as well. Yeah,
2: Hutchings and Chigeti are both looking probably the most yep. strong for the yeah. Hawks. Uh, Dudley and Brown as well. Um, But they need more of them. They need more to stand up. There have been probably a few too many passengers today for the Hawks. I probably can't even point to too many um, Essendon players that aren't doing well today.
1: That's very true, isn't it? Every time an Essendon player gets uh, the ball, I'm pretty impressed with what they've done. Pretty impressed by their performances. I've liked Barbara. I think she's been in the mix early, uh, particularly in the first quarter. But she obviously showed some great things then. In the second quarter, Hosking, geez, and she just coming out of the gate strong there. Another strong performance in the for, in the midfield and pushing forward. And, of course, we had McDonald there who, again, she just kept peppering them. Like you mentioned, she just had plenty of the ball and plenty of shots there. So we'll head to a break here at halftime on the Wharf Radio Match of the Day. It's Essendon 6 5 leading the Hawks 1-4-10. We'll be back with you in a moment.
10: Australia is working hard to ensure we all have access to safe, effective and free COVID-19 vaccines, which will give us the protection to go about our everyday lives. The COVID-19 vaccines are being assessed carefully by independent clinical experts to ensure all potential vaccines meet Australia's high safety and quality standards. After vaccines are approved, they'll be rolled out, going to those most in need of protection first. To keep up to date, visit health.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra.
6: Hello, I'm Bryony Dawson. Expressions of interest are now being taken for the second round of the 2020-21 Change Our Game, Making the Call program. The course is designed to provide aspiring women sports broadcasters with the skills and mentoring to pave their own way into broadcast media. I was one of the lucky 21 women who took part in the first round of the pilot program. The program included the opportunity to hear from well-established media identities, including Kelly Underwood, Andy Maher, Melanie Jones, and my personal favourite, Daisy Pearce. For more information about the program, visit the Change Our Game website.
10: Australia is working hard to ensure we all have access to safe, effective and free COVID-19 vaccines, which will give us the protection to go about our everyday lives. The COVID-19 vaccines are being assessed carefully by independent clinical experts to ensure all potential vaccines meet Australia's high safety and quality standards. After vaccines are approved, they'll be rolled out, going to those most in need of protection first. To keep up to date, visit health.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra.
8: .com.au is your place for retro footy gear with designs created by local artists that you won't find anywhere else. Plus, their unique range of women's footy tees help raise funds for Indigenous literacy programs. Get online and start shopping today.
0: If you've had something stolen,
9: or if you've had property damaged, you need the police, not the sirens. If you've lost something, or found something valuable...
13: Or if you want to register a party, or let us know you're going away on holiday, you need the police, not the sirens. When you need the police, but not the sirens, you can now report these incidents online at police.vic.gov.au or call
11: 131
12: Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne.
6: Hey Gary, what time you call this? Yeah, the traffic was really bad. Oh, there's Steve-o. G'day Steve.
12: Good morning.
14: How's your weekend? Same old, same old. What'd you get up to? Not much. Are you okay, mate?
8: Looking out for one another is something we all need to do. So if a mate's struggling, ask, are you okay? Listen, encourage action, and check in again soon. Those four steps could change their life. Find out more at ruok.org.au
7: Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues. From the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W, and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the NAB League Girls, Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL Women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz.
14: Could you recognise if one of your friends or family was having a stroke? Think fast.
0: F. Face.
14: Check their face. Has their mouth drooped?
0: A. Arms.
14: Can they lift both arms?
0: S. Speech.
14: Is their speech slurred or confused? T. Time. Don't wait. Call Triple O now. Think fast. Act fast.
13: A message from the National Stroke Foundation. It's enemies winning gold. Hey,
5: I'm Anna Mears. Winning gold at the Olympics was an incredible feeling and having my biggest rival, who I'd just beaten, ride up next to me and lift my hand in victory topped off an amazing moment. We'd had our fair share of clashes over the years, but in the end, we both respected each other and that's what really counts in sport. Be gracious in victory and in defeat. To keep your sport inclusive, safe and fair, go to playbytherules.net.au. Hi, this is Missy Higgins for RAD, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. I see a lot of things at gigs, mostly people having a good time and a few drinks. But what I'd hate to see is someone getting behind the wheel after they'd been drinking. Being even a little bit over the limit makes it too easy to lose control. So if you plan to drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink. Remember, music lives and you should too.
14: Hi, Kirk Pingilly from Excess here. And whether it's music, sweet things, puppies, movies, we all love our treats, but our eyes need treating too. 300,000 Australians, including me, are affected by glaucoma. Diagnosed early, glaucoma can be managed. Left undiagnosed, it can cause blindness. So treat yourself by treating your eyes to a simple test. Book your test at treatyoureyes.org.au today.
4: Did you know you have superpowers? This March, World's Greatest Shave is back. Will you be a superhero and step up to shave the world from blood cancer? Every day, another 41 Australians are diagnosed with blood cancer. These families need your help. Lose your locks or color your hair to raise funds for urgently needed support and to accelerate blood cancer research. Your superhero moment awaits. Sign up now at worldsgreatestshave.com or call 1-800-500-OAA to find out more. No business wants to throw money away.
8: But did you know sending resources to landfill can be more expensive than recycling them? Planet Ark's free business recycling service can kickstart your workplace recycling journey, help you find the right recycling solutions and give you a competitive edge. Join the one million Australians using business recycling to keep valuable resources in circulation. Visit businessrecycling.com.au. It's just good business. Yay! They're my grandkids. Gee, they can make some noise. But do you know what? It's a beautiful sound because they're alive and having fun. The sound I hate is silence in the pool. When a child drowns, you hear nothing. No splashing, no cries for help. Be vigilant around water. Fence the pool, shut the gate. I teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence, Kids Alive. Do the five.
0: It's
1: Joining us on the Wharf Radio match of the day here. It's the Bombers looking quite strong here against the Hawks at the hangar. Thank you for joining us, whether you're joining us on the Wharf Radio live stream or you're joining us via VFLW live streaming methods. Just a reminder here that we'll have Port Malium Port Melbourne, and Williamstown a little bit later on in the day. So a bit of a two matches here for you to enjoy with five matches across the VFL today, and obviously the one last night. So it's Essendon here looking pretty good. 6 5 They're leading the Hawks 1-4-10. Just the one goal for the Hawks in the first term, James, and then a few points during the second.
2: Yeah, they got the first of the day. And now Essendon with the last six unanswered goals. Um, and they're just dominating. And yeah, Nothing more to say than that.
1: I think that's the way we said it. You know, you look, they put on four goals, two in that second term, the Bombers. But, geez, it could have been more.
2: Yeah, it could have been more. And then just in contrast for the Hawks, they put on three behinds that quarter. Yeah. Two of them real golden chances, and we could have a different ball game had they converted.
3: Yep. Yeah, not much else to add there. And, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what hap- like how the Hawks respond to a quarter like that. Um, yeah, four goals, two to three behind. And it's uh, – I going to say, it's not like they've had, like, a lot more scoring shots. It's, like, half, like half of Essendon's, yep. which – the Hawks yeah. have certainly had their chances. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And they they looked a lot better in, at the start of that second quarter. They were they had good run in their fifty, and they just yeah didn't convert. And you look, we've got the Hawks who have just run out onto
1: the field here. At halftime, uh, how have you seen Carbo? And I thought she's been quite strong, obviously coming in from the NT Thunder. We were one that we wanted to see how she'd go back in the Hawks colours, and I think she's been probably one of the major highlights. They're trying to be in and under and trying to get something for her side.
2: Yeah, playing that half forward role and doing grunt work around that yep. forward line, and then just trying to be a playmaker and create chances. And I think she has created chances. They just haven't all gone through for the Hawks at the moment.
1: And it looks like that the wind has turned a little bit here, uh, as the sky goes more overcast. It's about a 45 degree wind here across the ground, away from the camera or away from your radio dial, blowing left of screen. I think yeah, that'll I think, be think 45. Like will sweet. be left it, of
2: screen. How much cooler has it gotten just in the last probably 10-15 minutes? I might need the hoodie soon.
3: Yeah, it, no more glare, and you can actually actually see it without squinting. It almost
1: looks like that the heavens may open. Potentially yes. in the last quarter. It might hold off at least for another 20 minutes, I think. Which would
2: be a good result for Erson and obviously, as he's harder to score once those heavens do open up. That's Once true. the ground gets wet. So eston might be doing a bit of a rain dance as they just run onto <laughs> the ground now.
3: It is due to rain at some point this afternoon. I'm not 100% sure when.
2: Probably just as we conclude here.
3: Might be well, a bit of a... a, bit of a um, Tough weather conditions down at Port
1: yep. Melbourne. Then yep. I would not praying, want to be there.
2: Praying for our commentary side <laughs> at uh, Port Melbourne yep. later this afternoon. I think they will be undercover. In is that it undercover? Step. Yeah. I think so. yep. uh, Peter, Peter giving us a nod there. Just rain,
3: ha- wind. Just had a look at the radar. It's currently over a uh, lot of the rain is just it's it's in a bit of a bit of a band, a bit of a U-shaped band over places like uh, Court, Ararat, a um, little bit over Warnable as well. So I think we'll be spared here but um, good luck to um, Pete, Julia, and Sash this afternoon at uh, Port Melbourne, because I think they're going to get very wet.
2: There's yep. your wharf weather update. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we supply
1: everything here. Exactly. So we'll head back to the batch here. Not long to go before we head into this second half here. We probably know what Bec Codard might have said at halftime there. Just a little bit more consistency, a little bit more potentially even thought into possessions. They're just getting taken down and... I guess panicking a little bit but by the pressure, what do you think is the opposite here? You've got probably a happier coach in Brendan Major. What do people say? We always look at what the side that's going down tends to think. What do you think they're thinking of a side that's up by 30 points or up by 29?
2: Keep doing what you're doing. You don't try and save the game now. Um, they can keep doing that attacking style of play. Do, keep doing what's working for them. No need to change or fix what, not, what isn't broken.
1: And that was a 31-point margin. Sorry, I got that one wrong too. I need that on the Excel spreadsheet as well. So what do you think Hawks need to do, Ali? What have you been kind of witnessing from them that maybe they're showing a bit of promise in, but they just need to put together?
3: Yeah, they have looked good in patches, but I think one key thing they probably should focus on is more direct with their kicks and less bomb it in and hope for the best. Because Essendon have proven that uh, direct kicks, short, sharp work. Like they're able to to get it quickly down to their 50, whereas yeah, Hawthorne have proven that the opposite does not work. Th- so, yeah, I think yeah that will be one uh, key thing um, I believe the Hawks coaching lineup will want to see in this second half.
2: It almost feels like the Hawks are trying to replicate the Bombers' style just that little yep. bit, um, mm. but just aren't executing as well as the Bombers are. The e- Bombers have hit targets all day and don't seem to be stuffing up as much as the Hawks.
1: I think just quickly looking at this ruck battle, I still think for Ho- the Hawks, Dudley's been quite strong. Obviously, mm. we saw Dyson yeah, throw the in there battle. a little bit. She's winning she's, the ruck battle. She's doing her best.
2: Essendon mids just look a bit on top of uh, Hawthorns right now with Snow and um, Nanscorn. And, as well. And just,
3: Jiggle's in there as well.
2: As we're just about to get underway in the second half. Can the Hawks just show a bit of fight, show a bit of respect on the scoreboard where the Bombers lead by 31 points heading into this third quarter?
1: Bit of a juxtaposition between last week and the second quarter was the Hawks' best and then thought it might be a little bit of a downturn this week.
2: So these fierce rivals to compete again in the second half as the umpire throws the ball up. It's Dudley and Nadler. Dudley goes to Shigeti, just bombs it straight into forward. That's a positive start for Hawthorne. It's deep inside the forward line. Cecilia McIntosh tries to rebound. Bit of a drop kick as Hale goes around the corner trying to find her teammate in Mackay. Bounced. Not in her favour. As Essendon get wrapped up. It's holding the ball. That's a bit harsh there. She got swarmed by about three Hawthorne players as O'Malley wins herself the free kick. She has it 45 metres out from the Hawks' goal. On the flank. She'll assess her options here. She looks to be lining up, but she won't be lining up. Yeah,
3: it's a bit of a tough angle for her there.
2: Goes low and at the top. It was very flat.
3: Yeah, it was just a bit of a... Wobbly kick and didn't look very good off the boot.
2: So fell into the arms of the Essendon defenders. They can just rebound. They go to the opposite side of the ground with the switch. I think it was Crook was the target. But I think that, they that might, might be play the last touch out of bounds rule with because yeah, That's gone,
3: gone. Half outside forward. The 50.
2: Her second possession already for the quarter. She has a long kick of her. Did you see that clearance at the start of the quarter? That went about <laughs> 55 metres. Yeah,
3: that was ridiculous.
1: And off just a couple of steps, she did it too. So she go again. She goes high and just sends it directly into the pack. There, a few players floating around there, but was it the bombers able to take that through
3: Anthony? I, was, I think that looks a bit more like um, Eloise Gardner, but I could be wrong.
1: But it'll be the bombers who just great kick there, great mark and a clearance out again to another pack. And it's the Hawks this time are able to manage it. They're just going oh, long. It looks like no. this quarter. No. Surely not. Oh. Oh. oh, Catherine Brown. A poster From there. 70 metres out. Just skidded along the ground in that final moment to that kick. We thought it was going straight through there. Oh. But not to be for Brown, not another second goal for her.
2: Bit of a flying saucer.
1: That would have been a sensational goal if it was. But it'll be the Hawks who try and lock it in here. There's a couple of them around the ball, and they look to make their mark here. Again, his own O'Malley. She's been strong to start this term, and she's got the ball, but she's wrapped up there in the arms of McDonald. So the umpire will come in and take a bit of a throw up here, two and a half minutes into the quarter on the Hawks' half-forward line. And running into it there, Brown, she's there and abouts again, looking, could she do something, make a bit more magic? But it's into the hands of her teammate in Gilda, who just sends it again high, looking for a teammate. it's it's able to touch the hands of Newton, but she can't bring it in and get the mark there. So it'll be the Bombers through Hale, who again, they just favour those short little kicks and it'll be into the hands of Clifford. She's got an option there if she wants the short kick in Davies. But she goes a bit high and long and she goes to a 2v1 there. And it's the Hawks are able to win out. At the back there was Hutchins. She's just out-muscled off the ball there and can't hold on to it. Her teammate comes in to help her out. And it's Malinda who gets it across to Burns. And swiping in there, she nearly finds her teammate. But swiping in there was Clifford who gets the ball to hand. She gets it to the ground. And gets it into the hands of her teammate, who's wrapped up in an unusual way, but the ball was not going anywhere there. So the umpire will take a ball up right near the interchange benches on the broadcast side of the ground.
3: Yeah, the Hawks play there. I think it might have been Newton. Looked a bit flat-footed there and looked almost like, oh, I'm going to take this, there's no problems, but should have realised that marks, there are no... Very rarely is there an easy mark in footy, and yeah, it was great work from Clifford.
2: So no one's home for Essendon as it's through. She has space ahead of her. Open goal. Runs in, on the snap. What a goal by Fru. That is your VFLW goal of the day. Esther moved to 8-5-47. Hawthorne one 5 Early stages of the third quarter. And how good was that? Absolutely sensational.
1: It was flat, but it did the job. It just skidded through again.
3: Yeah, it was great uh, Great work there from Fru, who had to pick it up in not easy circumstances. And then, yeah, was able to kick truly and... Um, Get another one on the board there for herself
2: and the team. Yeah, that was a brilliant goal. Just had the snap. Goal of the day so far, I think. Right in front of us too. We just saw that (laughs) curve on the ball as it went towards goal. Got the lucky bounce.
1: Leaned over the table. She's got two. She's got two. Goes with her one of last week. So very handy. As the ball goes up again. What can the Hawks do? They're trailing 7-5-47 to 1-5-11. Plenty of work to be done here in the second half at the hangar. And it's the Bombers again through Yugel who gets a nice little hand pass across to Barber as they look to work their way in. But it's taken again by none other than Hutchins. Just a rock down at the back there, okay. right on the 50 for the she's Bombers. I'm going to call her
3: the general in defence there.
1: Absolutely, the general she is. She's everywhere and she's doing exactly what she needs to be as the ball moves forward. But it looks running on there looks to be Ashley Cooper from the Bombers. She'll try and steal it away from the Hawks here, but... A nice tackle close to the line. The players are able to keep it in, toing and throwing and a bit of a pack to go over the line here.
2: No, I think it's just flirting with it. umpire does call. Uh,
1: bit of silence on the side over. of the ground, and it's finally gone over. So we'll have a throw in.
2: No players in the arcs for respective teams.
3: Two have now dropped into the um, Hawthorne fifty, but yeah, everything, everyone's between the fifties. So it'll be the Bombers again
1: who are able to get a little bit of use out of this ball, out of the throwing through Anthony. She rolls it along the ground there. It's tough to get a pick up, and instead it'll be Burns. So she'll have control here, and what does she do? She decides to go further into the middle where she's able to find Dudley. Can't hang on to the mark, but she's got a teammate at the bottom there who works hard to get it back in bolding. But it's again the red and the black who are able to just Bring it into the middle. It's been a bit of towing and throwing. We've had Hutchins, who sends a hand pass across from the captains. It'll instead go into the hands of Nance scorn who she opts to go captain. wide. The captain goes wide and finds Macintosh. So Macintosh looks like a perfectly placed kick there, and it is. And she'll find Quigley, who's in the centre of the ground there. They're looking for options here coming forward. One of them was McDonald, but it won't be the one that's chosen to go to. Instead, running onto that there is Gardner, who picks it up. Really nice pick up there. A nice hand pass. A little bit of a a shanky kind of kick, but bounces into the 50. Running around there again is Brown. She gets the hand pass across to her teammate. And it'll be Bolding here, who sends a kick long. Running onto it, though, will be Eugle. She's got a teammate there in Clifford. They both overrun it a little bit, and neither are able to take possession. So instead it'll be Newton, who, again, it's with the Hawks. Running onto it here will be Carbone. She'll get use of it here, but it'll be interesting to see what she can see. She's got a few plays she's got to dodge, so she opts to go back instead to Newton. She's still around the ball, though, but it's the Bombers. And they'll try and clear it here away. But Shigeti, strong in the middle, takes a mark and just kicks long and finds her teammate on the 50. Great kick there. Williams. Supreme skills from Shigeti to get it across to Williams. She's on the mark here. It doesn't look like she'll go for goal, but she'll pop it up and aim to get it to a teammate. It falls through, and it'll just be a behind here. So it'll be the Hawks now 1-6-12, trailing the Bombers 7-5-47. 7-5-47.
3: It was looking promising there from Hawthorne. It started with some great body work there from Zighetti to, to uh, push Nanskorn out of the way there. And, yeah, it was a good-looking kick there from Williams, but, yeah, fortunately too many players in the uh, goal square there.
2: So McIntosh with the kicking duties, but she didn't find a target, so I think Hawthorne will get the free kick. Oh, no, there will be a boundary throw in.
3: Yeah, because it uh, bounced out in within the 50-50. Uh,
2: there's Hawthorne, who can do some attacking the forward line. As the Rucks go at it, Eston with the rebound. They've been good all day. It's almost like they have extra numbers around the footy as Dudley competes. Off-hands, top of the 50 for Hawthorne. Williams over the Burns. Sets it up and diving for the mark and taking. I think it might have been Flanagan. Oh, no, it's Catherine Brown. And She has distance on her kicks. I think it might be Bain. So it is Chloe Bain. She's from 50. She's got a lot, a big piece of this one. Just bouncing towards the boundary line. Go out for a boundary throw in. Deep in the Hawthorne forward line. They haven't made the most of their chances today. They're 1-6-12. They trail 7-5-47. They
3: seem to be doing a bit of an accident from the first quarter. Just peppering it in there. uh, Getting a lot of chances. But just, yeah, not making the most of them. It's probably... The majority
1: of the ball has been spent in their 50, though, so it's been yeah. great for the Hawks as they look to rebound a little bit from the first half where they probably didn't put on the display that they would have liked as the ball's brought over the line in that pocket where we've seen a few, few balls go over for a throw-in. So the Hawks still with a chance here to just add to that sole goal that they added on in the first term and then were unable to add a major last quarter, just the three points there for them as they've added on another three this quarter, I believe. So it'll be the Hawks again... Looking through the arms of Carbone, who's trying to get it forward. She's doing her best to work it forward, but it's Morecambe who's helping the bombers just get it out a little bit as they try and move it up towards the fifty metre arc, and it'll
3: fall over the boundary line. We'll have a throw in.
1: Uh, it no,
3: it was um, out on the fall this time. It just went straight up and out. So it'll be the bombers there.
1: Who'll take this opportunity to go forward and put on their first uh, their second goal, sorry, of the quarter. Not to be in this attempt, though, because it'll be cleaned up by the Hawthorne Footy Club. and They'll try and head to their 50. Running onto it there, was it Williams?
2: No. Might
1: have been Carbone again. She'll go into the middle of the 50 there. There's a few players floating around there, and it's Hawks players who run onto it. They're looking strong this term. Shaw got her hands on it, but she's brought to ground. Again, the Bombers are able to get it a little bit out of their danger zone. It'll come into the hands of Davies, who might take this opportunity just to stop, take stock of the situation. And again, just go for that little kick to slow things down. She finds quickly So it's a slow and steady approach here that the Bombers have taken all day, and it's worked for them. It might be McIntosh there, and she's got the ball in the middle. She goes for the handball here. Plenty of options out wide as the Bombers make the switch. Anthony's there. And she's able to get a hand on it, but Williams was quite strong there and forcing her to make a tough decision there. And it's Williams who's able to help her side get the ball there to Bain. And she dangerous was tackle. taken down.
2: So a Dangerous tackle called by the umpire on Bain. I, sort of have another chance. I think Bain's going off there. She looks a bit injured a bit there. Ginger. Yeah. There's O'Malley. We'll take the kick for her. Half forward for the Hawks. She kicks it. Top of the 50 got in a good body position there was brown as it went over her head through her hands and it's out of bounds deep inside 50 for the hawks
1: so we'll keep an eye on bane after she's come
3: off after that heavy tackle
2: yeah i don't see what injury that was was it a shoulder um,
3: getting indications from pete that it might have been a shoulder or rib so,
2: so it's is brown doing the ruck work for hawks inside 50 as eston their rebound has been good all day. Flanagan tries to put one to the top of the goal square. Can the Hawthorne player swarm it? But it's McDonald for Essendon, who takes on two Hawthorne defenders and just rebounds superbly, but only as far as the marker in Carbone. who has been pretty good for Hawthorne. She's a playmaker. She lowered her eyes. She goes to the brown direction. She marks. She can ha- put her second through for the day here. She's directly in front, 25 metres out from goal. Ra- kick kicked Hawks' only goal for the day.
3: Great mark there from Brown. Very strong and in quite a bit of a pack situation.
2: As Brown comes in. Shouldn't have too much of a worry. The kick looks not bad. Ooh. Flirting with the goal post. Misses to the outer side. Hawks add yet another behind. They move to one trailing the Bombers 7
1: You'd probably think that was a prime opportunity there from Brown to add to this one goal. Um, it just swung to the right. There could be a little bit of the wind playing havoc now that it's picking up a little bit. Feel the sheets flying around here.
3: Just just got a bit of an update on the uh, injury from uh, to Bain. Just feeling the rib area, so looking like it's, uh, more of a rib than a shoulder problem. So something along that side obviously twi- triggered something in that Tackle. So it's Gardner there who
1: sends the ball. A teammate can't quite grab onto it. Now didn't
2: sit up for Hale there. So, looks like last possessions. It looks like it's
1: yeah,
3: going to be a Hawthorne free. Straight
1: to the Hawks there. Bombers probably had a little bit of a chance there to go forward. A few players out wide free. But instead it'll go to Dudley who's been strong in the ruck all day and she'll take this kick and she's just pointing towards their teammates to just head down. I think they might just go long the Hawks. But no. Instead, she opts for the little hand pass to Cormac, who was sitting right there and waiting. But Cormac just sends the ball to straight into the arms of her opponents.
3: It was probably the right call there from Dudley because where she was positioned on the, uh, the boundary line, it was right in the um, Hawthorne interchange area. So she, couldn't, she didn't really have the space to kick. Otherwise, she probably would have kicked it straight into the um, Essendon defender on the mark.
1: So it's Gilder in the centre of the ground who puts it on the left boot. Again, another inside 50 in the Hawks. They've had plenty of the ball, but just struggling to make an impact there on the scoreboard. The Bombers trying really hard to clear. They're struggling to get a past this halfway point of the ground, but they are able to do that in this case. Running onto it will be Yugel, vice-captain this year after being captain in recent years. She looks to hand pass and she does an off-one bounce she finds through. She's just going to go long and she'll be asking her players to run onto this one. Trying to win the foot race there was Hosking.
3: Holding the man free there in favour of...
2: Go to the Hawthorne. So that could have gone either way.
3: That really could have gone
1: either way. So a bit of a quick play there from the Bombers that instead will go...
2: To Hutchins.
1: Sort of So it'll go the way of Hawthorne. And she looks to just take that clear and kick like she seems to do all the time. And there's uh, McIntosh around there for the Bombers. And she is able to gather it. Able to take a few steps. Looks like she's got plenty of time and space And she she finds a teammate. Really nice mark there from Snell, who had plenty of defenders around her. She sure has, coming in there from the Bendigo Pioneers. And she'll get to her teammate in Quigley, who's able to mark just outside the 50 here. She's got a few options here. And she opts to go the short one. She finds McDonald. Already a couple of goals for the day. Does McDonald favor going for the sticks? No, she goes to the short option. She finds her teammate in Clifford. Nice well-weighted kick there to find
3: Clifford. 15 metres closer to goal. She's got an angle. It's probably the right call in the end because it was. It would have had to have been a fair kick from McDonald to, to uh, register a score because she was on the uh, on the 50. But, yeah, Mary Clifford here is probably going to kick a 40, maybe 35 out by the time she kicks it. So
1: McDonald with two goals passed it off to Clifford also with two. Looking for a third. She does a little bit of a skip. She makes her way into the goals. Loads could just be falling short, and it is touch on the line. There's an opportunity here for Fru, who runs onto it. Can she keep it in? She taps it in. She's got a few hawks around her though, so it's Dudley who can get it to a teammate. And again, it's the bombers here. Right, could be able to make something of here. Getting a tap towards Barber. Can she get it to her side's advantage?
3: Wrapped up there is Anthony. She's
1: Wrapped get up,
2: paid on the ball here. Yeah. No I'll attempt. Yeah, it to looks get like... that one out.
3: It looked like the umpire there was circling just waiting. It looked like he was going to blow nothing else than, um, nothing other than holding the ball there.
2: As Carbone just gets away with half back for Hawthorne. Good mark taken there by Vine. They look to go inboard in these situations. There's not too many Hawthorne players around. As Essendon have numbers, Scorn goes inside 50. There's a two on four for the Bombers. Picking up his fruit. She already kicked one good goal in this quarter. She tries and just Gets clean possession, but she couldn't away with There it was Shaw, who just gets it into the middle for Hawthorne. Vine tried to wrap up Hosking, but Hosking goes inside 50. Essence swarming again. They look dangerous. So There's the top of the 50 for the Bombers. They try to just get a clean pick up. It's Anthony. She has time to pick one up and just go onto the right boot. That won't be 15. Picked out there was Barber, who gets wrapped up straight away by Carbone. Shigeti. Gets out but only as far as Essendon as they go inside 50 and Hutchings tries and takes on a few too many. Could have been gunned holding the ball. Was that a correct disposal? She slaps it forward. Cormac on hands and knees as the umpire wraps it up. Top of the 50 for the Bombers late in this third quarter.
3: Essendon are definitely wanting to make the most of their uh, limited opportunities in the last couple of minutes here. They've just their defensive pressure has been so good. It's almost felt like um, for every Hawks player, there's theres two bombers.
2: So it's Quigley that has to beat a two-on-one here and coming away with theirs Cuss. And she just gets it towards the boundary line. Hosking's going to try and keep it in. She does. And she just lowers the eyes and goes into the Corner direction. And the skipper has it on the top of the 50 for Essendon. She goes off her mark. Umpire calls play on. She goes to the hot spot. Dudley will, might cut this off. She couldn't take the mark for the Hawks as Hutchings. Cool, calm, collected. Kicks it out. Finds her teammate at half back. They go through the centre. Dyson's there. Couldn't take the mark. look to attack again. Top of the 50. Goes towards Theodore. I think Theodore took the mark there. She did. That was a great mark. In traffic. She lowers the eyes. Goes About 30 metres up, Hutchings tries to intercept, but behind was Quigley. That was a great contested mark.
3: Great mark there from Quigley. She was uh, the one bomber in a a trio with Hawks and still managed to to outmark her uh, Hawthorne opponents there.
2: So she's made a pretty big presence in this Essendon forward line so far today. Can she add another goal? Comes in. She just hooks it a little bit. As a player's gone down inside 50, I think it's Theodore. Yes, she pushed in the free She got pushed in the back.
3: Oh, This might High might doubly. be very costly here for Hawthorne.
2: So certain goal for Essendon. As the umpire said, will she be kicking for the angle? Will she be kicking inside the square? Where was the push in the back? She'll be kicking on a slight angle, 45-degree angle, 10 metres out. Comes through. Theodore just chips at it. She just poked at it. That was not the kicking we we would have thought. I'm going
3: to uh, blame a bit of commentators curse on that one there, uh, James. She said certain goal and then she completely misses. She, she
1: was in a position for the... a certain goal, though.
2: She needed yeah. to kick through the ball. She just poked at it. Yeah.
1: So it could be Hutchins with the ball here as so we get close to the three-quarter time siren. There it is. Hutchins holding it as we go to the three-quarter time break. It's the Bombers, despite Hawthorne having plenty of play. It's the Bombers, 7 6 leading Hawthorne, one goal, 7-13. Jeez, they had so much of the ball, Hawthorne, in that quarter, but to, to nothing, to no goal, just... Yes. It,
3: <sighs> Bet Goddard would be one very frustrated woman right now. They had frustrated. that many inside 50s. Essendon maybe only had about four for the entire quarter, maybe even less. Um, I wasn't, wasn't explicitly counting, but, yeah, just so many options and... They, although they, yeah, had only one more scoring shot than the Bombers that quarter. There were still no goals. They still haven't kicked a goal since, um, who was it? Since Brown's goal from that first quarter. And yeah, I would not, um, not be, uh, not blame Beth Goddard if, she, if she's feeling very frustrated right about now. And probably to think
1: that, um, through Theodore Neely, we had another Bombers goal put on that last 20 or 30 seconds of the match. That could have been another one to just. Really, I mean, you know, they didn't get the scores that they wanted, but at least it was a better performance from the Hawks. They weren't getting beaten everywhere across the ground. That goal from the Bombers could have really just, you know, ended the, probably that, the some of those positive things, yeah. nailing the coffin at the end of the
2: term. Um, yeah, and I was just watching Theodore walk off as the siren sounded, hands in her head um, as her players came to console her there. Um, yeah, she was very disappointed with that miss.
1: She's probably lucky, though, that it won't make too much difference um, to the match here at the moment. Uh, I mean, looking at that, there was probably, if we take a step back there, just to look at the Fru goal, uh, you were calling it, James. Do you want to take us through it again? You called it match, um, goal of the day, and it sure was.
2: Yeah, well, she had an open 50, nothing ahead of her. Um, she had to beat a couple of opponents, but she was in front of it. She had the speed, uh, snap around her body, um, and she got the lucky bounce.
1: So thanks for joining us on the Wharf Radio Match of the Day. We're at the final break here of... Bombers leading the Hawthorne Hawks 48 to 13. We'll be back with you in a moment for the final quarter of this match on Wharf Radio and on the VFLW live streams.
7: Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W, and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the Nab League Girls. Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL Women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz.
4: Did you know you have superpowers? This March, World's Greatest Shave is back. Will you be a superhero and step up to shave the world from blood cancer? Every day, another 41 Australians are diagnosed with blood cancer. These families need your help. Lose your locks or color your hair to raise funds for urgently needed support and to accelerate blood cancer research. Your superhero moment awaits. Sign up now at worldsgreatestshave.com or call 1-800-500-OAA to find out more.
6: Hello, I'm Bryony Dawson. Expressions of interest are now being taken for the second round of the 2020-21 Change Our Game, Making the Call program. The course is designed to provide aspiring women sports broadcasters with the skills and mentoring to pave their own way into broadcast media. I was one of the lucky 21 women who took part in the first round of the pilot program. The program included the opportunity to hear from well-established media identities, including Kelly Underwood, Andy Marr, Melanie Jones and my personal favourite, Daisy Pearce. For more information about the program, visit the Change Our Game website.
10: Australia is working hard to ensure we all have access to safe, effective and free COVID-19 vaccines, which will give us the protection to go about our everyday lives. The COVID-19 vaccines are being assessed carefully by independent clinical experts to ensure all potential vaccines meet Australia's high safety and quality standards. After vaccines are approved, they'll be rolled out, going to those most in need of protection first. To keep up to date, visit health.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra.
1: to the Wharf Radio, VFL Women's Match of the Day between the Essendon Bombers and Hawthorne Hawks here at the Hangar. Bit of overcast conditions here for the last quarter. We think the rain will hold off a little bit, but it's whether it'll rain more goals for the Bombers in this final term. They've been pretty dominant from the outset. A uh, couple of good things for Hawthorne in that first half, but geez, the Bombers have been fantastic. They're leading 7-6, 48-1, 7-13. Huge margin here. What do the Hawks look to do now? they've just got one quarter that they've got to show something
2: well, we'll just convert and make a respectable scoreboard Obviously, <laughs> they can't win it from here that would be an absolute miracle um they need more than six goals um well, they need six goals to hit the lead and i don't see that happening in a quarter considering they've only have eight scoring shots for the entire day
3: yeah and uh, um yeah i think yeah just trying to convert and uh, they looked a, a bit better with possession in that um third term despite the fact that yeah, they didn't result in any goals. But, um, yeah, I think it's Essendon to just put the icing on the cake a bit this last quarter. and Potentially a bit more. We've got, you know, we've had Dudley, Shigeti, uh,
1: Carbone standing up. So maybe a little bit more leaded, needed some from, you know, not just the top six players on Hawthorne's list, but everyone else on the uh, field. So. Yeah, of
2: course. As Stepnell and Dudley will get this quarter underway. Last quarter, VFLW. Round three, Hawthorne Essendon is brown in the middle of the ground. Couldn't quite get it out. She got a second crack at it and just went around the quarter corner on the left boot towards a Vine but couldn't get it. And it was only as far as Macaron for Essendon. It's in the centre of the ground. Barber couldn't get a clean possession. As we see this normally early in quarters, there's a few stoppages or there's a few scourges. There's Hutchings. What a, what a bump off the ball of Quigley. Couldn't quite gather. But just paddled it forward. And now it's Snell. She got it to the captain in Nanscorn Who just wheeled around. And found her teammate on outer wing. As Essendon could just pepper again. They've been peppering all day as Davies has it in the pocket for Essendon. She has to beat a few. She got rid of the ball. But only as far as the boundary line. And will have it thrown in deep in the Essendon forward line early stages of the last.
1: So it's the Bombers here who'll go again. They've got a good chance here, a good opportunity to make something count. As the ball comes back in again, we've got Dudley up there in the ruck and she flies up, the ball goes over the top of her head and it'll be the Bombers out the back here who are able to manage it. But Dudley goes back in and cleans up. She's been good today for the Hawks, tries to get it outside, but it'll be the Bombers through Morecambe again who go into their 50s. Smothered, though, not quite able to get it in there. It's absolutely smothered from the kick. So there'll be Bombers trying to clean up here. In and amongst it there is their captain, Nanskorn. She gets tackled to the ground, slung to the bottom of the pack, and it'll be the umpire coming in for a bit of a throw up in the centre of the ground. So we'll go again here. Great work there, though, from Scorn just to get her hand on the ball <laughs> Although, and to get up that was a pretty decent tackle that... She got brought to ground with so it's the Bombers so who are able to gain a little bit of use in here and get it to their half forward line. Again, toing and throwing in this early part of the term. Running onto it there will be the Hawks will be Vine. She's trying to get her hand to it. She overruns it a little bit and it's her opponent who's able to get their hands to it. Looks like Brown though who's able to pick it up. But picking it off there is McIntosh.
2: There's just no one forward for the Hawks. They keep going forward, keep surging. But who to? As Eugle. has the ball? She goes back to McIntosh. Eagles behind her, asking for it, doesn't get it. As Hale goes forward into the centre for the Bombers, but it's picked off by Hawthorne who can just bang it inside 50, to not too much options, but taking a really strong mark was Flanagan, as she waits for her teammates to just go back in 50. She could have the distance from here, she'll be kicking from about 45 out if she elects to go for goal. It's Flanagan, goes through her routine, she'll be kicking 45 metres out. She gives it a roost. He'll get close to the line. Probably won't quite make the distance. It did. Didn't get the lucky bounce. Williams there. Tries to get a boot on it. And Bain gets the goal. Advantage. Umpire will signal it. And Hawks get their second of the day. Finally, they move to 2 seven nineteen. They trail the Bombers 7 6 48. And Hawthorne got the one they wanted.
0: They sure
1: did. And yet again, they've done it in the same method of just another quick kick. Ali. Yeah, it
3: didn't... Uh didn't look uh, as easy as their first goal, but they sure, sure as hell be relieved to finally get another one on the board.
2: That was Chloe Bain. who's just limping back.
1: So, obviously, we saw her come off with the side injury. So, we'll see how much – obviously, she's played a big part already, but how much of a part she plays in this final term. They would be very happy to have her out there, though.
2: Yeah, of course.
1: So, we'll go back into the middle with the score. At the moment, that's the Hawks' first goal since the opening term. So 2 7 19, the Hawks are trailing the home side here at the Hangar, 7 we four minutes into this final term as the umpire goes into the middle, throws the ball up and gets play to restart. Going out there was Stepnell for the Bombers, and she gets it down to her captain in Nanskorn, who brings it again to ground. It looks like yugel was in there. She picks it off again and gets her hand to it yet again. Another little quick hand pass. She's been very good at that, just feeding it out to her teammates. It'll be with the kick, Hale. She's been fantastic today too. But it's the Hawks who'll try and just pick it off from Essendon's half-forward line and weave their way through and try and work to do something. Brought to ground, there was
3: Stepnall, and it'll be uh, incorrect disposal brought to ground. Oh, that's to oh. that'll be fifty easy. That was just that was just dumb from Stepnall. Flanagan,
2: who I think it was Flanagan that kicked that last goal, so she'd um. go for two. Bain's still on the bench, nursing that injury. So, Point Black Range Flanagan gets her second in a minute. Hawks move to three seven, 19 as in seven six 48 and Hawks might mount a little <laughs> bit of a comeback. No mistake there <laughs> from
3: Flanagan. Say, are you saying that because uh, you actually think that, or are you saying that because you are a Hawks supporter?
2: <laughs> uh, a bit of both.
3: thinking, <laughs> but geez, that fifty-meter penalty was costly, and
1: it didn't need to, did not need to be one at all.
3: Yeah, that was just dumb from um, Stepnall because Yeah. It's, Frustrated about the, uh, the free, but she's she she'd, she'd been around a while, so she'd know that, yeah, the umpires aren't going to change. or um, And, yeah, it's if you do something stupid like that, you're going to give away the 50.
1: So six points that's almost been gifted to the Hawks, but they'll take it. They'll take any score they can get at the moment as the Bombers look to rebound here through Anthony. She goes back to her sec- second possession in about 10 seconds, 1-2, and she's looking at... Of the side for Hosking, who's running onto her, but she'll be beaten there in the foot race by Williams. But it's back in there for the Bombers, who are getting wrapped up on the outer side of the ground. Some tough tackling there from Hawthorne. They've upped their intensity a little bit this quarter, and they're forcing the ball to, to ground. So the umpire looks like he'll come in here and he'll do a th- uh, throw it up on the outer side of the ground, quite close to the boundary, so he'll have to work hard here to keep it in. Or is he – nope, he's given a free. He's given a free to the Hawks. So it'll be the Hawks who go forward here, running onto it, will be it again. She gets her hand to it, but she's brought to the ground. She just couldn't quite get and pick it up quick enough. So it'll be the Bombers who again go through it via the quick possessions of Eugle. And they're looking out there wide for Davies, who she's a bit behind, though. She's a couple of steps behind her Hawthorne opponent. So it looks like Hutchins is over there. And again, she just kicks and She's got a teammate there who she's able to find for Dudley. So Dudley's taking some strong marks throughout the dominant ground. for
2: Hawthorne, especially in that rock.
1: She sure has. So, again, a little go forward. It looks like she was looking for Brown there, but it went over the top of her heads. but it's still in the hands of Hawthorne's players as they try and look in there. There's and Marking at the back there was Bane. So, don't mind the injury. She's still got plenty of reach in there. Will she go for the goal? No, she won't. She'll pop it up to the top of the goal square there, but sitting there out the back there was Halen. She never looked in doubt there as the Bombers look to go on the counterattack. And just a reminder here that at 1.30 is the ball... Goes close to the boundary line here. We'll have Go Footy stream GoFooty.live. They'll be taking Geelong v. Southern, State, Southern Saints. And at 2pm on Wharf Radio is the first bounce between Port Melbourne and Williamstown, and that'll be brought to you live here on Wharf Radio as our second match of the day.
2: So we have a ball up half forward for the Hawks. They've already kicked two for the quarter. They've been pretty good. They've got nothing to lose as Melander gets wrapped up by the skipper Nance Korn. Umpire will say, it's mine, and throw it up on centre wing. Hawthorne mounting a bit of a late charge. But you'd think it'd be a little bit beyond them at the moment. As Dudley taps it, but only as far as Nanscourt and tried to gather. Couldn't quite get his in there. She tried to get it out, but the tackle of Snell was pretty strong. Good dive on the ball by Hale. And umpire circles will be wrapped up. Centre wing again. Few stoppages, three stoppages in a minute.
1: So we're starting to feel our first drops of rain here at Tullamarine. Might just hold off as much as possible for the last quarter, but there are is a little bit floating around, and Brown's sent it forward. And it's gone into the hands of Bane again. She's just socketed off the boot. She's going into the hands of her teammate, and Owen, who tries to do the same, but just wide to the left, rolling through for a point.
2: She had more time there. She could have picked it up and just made a certainty. She probably thought she did have the certainty there off the ground. Came off Yeah, yeah that ankle.
3: Yeah, a uh, tricky one because yeah, she did have the defender running, running on her heel, but um, yeah, she just skewed it a little bit, little bit right. to the wrong side.
2: As the rain is coming down, as the bombers look to rebound, she had two players in there. Snell couldn't quite take the mark. There's Shigeti. She doesn't mind it on the boundary line. She kicked one of the goals of the year last week. As Nanskorn picks it up, got through traffic pretty well. She's had a really good game, the skipper. She kicked it out, and it's Essendon half back and. The barber kick was smothered and it will go out of bounds. Centre wing for the Bombers. As just a bit of drizzle coming down at the hangar. It was expected to come early afternoon. And it has arrived. As Dyson in the ruck goes. And then great tackle from Essendon as the Hawks player was dispossessed. Burns has to beat two here. One of them being Theodore. The other being through and just race that boundary. I think she wanted that boundary. She had two behind her.
1: Nice drop from Theodore to help it across the line there. So it's Theodore and Burns matched up against each other as we'll head for a throw in here. And out the back there was Nelda, who's able to get a little bit of a fingertip onto it. But again, Brown coming into play as we'll <laughs> shepherding off the ball there was Bolding. She tried to leave the ball for a teammate. And she did, and it was Melanda who was able to rush in there, but it's gone back into the hands of uh, essen via fru who's been very important in this game with a couple of goals. So we look to cover a little bit of equipment here as the rain falls down a little bit harder uh, here at the hangar. So able to take a kick will be Clifford. So it's Clifford for the Bombers that will look to put on her side's first score of this final term here. They've been strong throughout the game here, but it's more than halfway through this first half that the Bombers will have their first opportunity. So Clifford with two goals already today and a goal last week. Been exceptional in front of goal. She did miss one a little bit earlier though, but aside from that, she's definitely made the most of what she's been given. So she'll run in now, on a slight angle 30 metres out. That kick never looked like missing straight through the middle. For the Bombers, eighth goal of the day. Fantastic work there. 8-6-54. They're leading Hawthorne 3-8-26. And just heaping on a little bit more misery despite Hawthorne showing some positive signs earlier on in this term.
3: Yeah, and finally um, getting more than uh, one goal on the board there, The Hawks. And, yeah, I guess it's a tricky one for us. And, like, do they like, keep, keep their foot on the gas and just keep going and try and heap as much um, pressure on the Hawks here as possible and try and, I guess it's probably too early in the year to to talk about percentage. But at the same time, percentage is such a valuable thing and that you don't want to rue missed percentage um, at the pointy end of the season.
2: As the Hawks look to go for the quick replies at the top of their 50, Hale just has to take on a few. That should be holding the ball. Umpire did not pay it. Air forward again. The kick wasn't good. It's was out of the full from Bolding. She kicked a few out of the full today, Bolding.
1: She has sent a few wide.
2: And Essendon to reset. It through Gardner. She's been strong down back for Essendon so far. She goes to the numbers. And the numbers there were touched from Davies as she tried to claim the mark as she goes back to Hale. Hale on the right foot probably didn't favour her side as she kicks it out of bounds. And it'll go to Bolding, who'll have another chance to send Hawthorne forward into attack. They've kicked two goals already this quarter. They'll try and add a third for positivity. A careful kick from Bolding Didn't quite make her intended target as Stepanel. Got it away. Hutchings kind of overrun the footy. That's it's Gilder. will look inboard to Bolding. Bolding couldn't quite make it, but cutting it off there was Ashley Cooper. Halfback for the Bombers. They've got numbers. They've got people leading. There's the cap- captain all on her own. Is Nance Corn? She's had a lot of the ball today, as the long sleeve number fives for Essendon often do, playing that brilliantly towards Davies on the wing. Davies can go forward. She has options, but she goes more inboard as Hutchings just sweeps off half back, goes to Carbone. She's been good. She just puts one in the centre of the ground. Ugle. To Nance We've seen a lot of them get possession and then good mark taken at the top of the 50 I think it's Stepnel. She's got players running around her. Stepnell has a long kick. We saw her launch one early in the game She just puts this one to the goal square. No one's really in the goal oh. square full falls short. Doesn't take the mark And they'll be kicking for another directly in front is that through? 30 meters out yeah. It is through She's had two, including VFL goal of the day. She's got week. a through. Yeah, she's got a through. I like that one. <laughs> She'll definitely have a through. She puts this one through. Kick never looked in doubt. Oh, maybe it did. <laughs> Spoke too soon there, James. As it just bangs into the post. Essendon have another behind. But but they move to eight, seven.
3: To be fair to you Three there, eight. James, that was a, that was looking like a very good kick, but just hit just a little line. bit right. Yeah. It
2: looked like to have that. Natural right hook about it, the right footer's hook, looked to be coming back left, just held its line, went smack bang into the post as Hutchins rebounds. Top of the 50 for Eston, can they get another Nansquan, she deserves a goal, She beautiful kick but then cut off again was Hutchins, the last line of defence for the Hawks.
1: Does not get past Hutchins, she'll send it out wide as the Hawks move it back here.
2: Rain coming down a bit heavier now. The
1: rain's coming down a little bit heavier. The drops are feeling a lot bigger. Just a reminder, at 1.30, gofooty.live will be bringing you Geelong via the Southern Saints. And you can join us again at Wharf Radio for the first bounce of Port Melbourne v. Williamstown, coming to you at 2 p.m. Thanks for joining us today for the match of the day between Essendon and Hawthorne, whether it's on the radio or on the VFL live stream. The rain is starting to come down quite heavily here. Just five minutes left on this term. So we have a bit of a, a free kick there going towards the way of O'Malley. So she'll opt to take her kick. It looks like up there could be Barba, but it goes over the top of her head. She's not able to gather it. So it'll be the Hawks who are able to pick it up here through Flanagan, despite the intercept. Flanagan picks it up again and gets another possession. She sends it into No. has oh. space. And she can't swing the ball towards goal quite the way that she wanted it. goes left instead of right. So it's the Bombers who can pick it up here at the top of the goal square.
3: All wrapped up there, and Williams doing the wrapping up of McIntosh. That had gone through. Might have been um, another contender for, for goal of the oh, day. That would
2: have easily overtaken it. Looked to be swinging. Just held its line late as Bain does the ruck work for Hawthorne. And Hawthorne got another. Missed the boot. A bit of a fresh airy for Essendon as they look to rebound. Flirting with the boundary as Flanagan lays a strong tackle. They'll be balled up. Right in front of goals here for the Hawks. On, a ver- on the impossible angle. So, Lee Bain doing the ruck work in forward 50 for the Hawks. She gets a tap. She just elects to tap it behind her. And Snelling tries to get rid of it. She just runs to the boundary. Smart play. There'll be another ball up deep in the forward 50 for Hawthorne. They've looked good this last quarter. They don't have anything to lose. They've kicked two goals.
3: Finally making the most of their um, opportunities inside 50, which they just couldn't do in the third term.
2: That's right, as Owen looked to. Just get the ball off Bane in the ruck. She does now. As they, The umpire's paid the mark. That has gone about two metres. <laughs> uh, like literally <laughs> two metres to Carbone. But if anyone deserves a goal today for Hawthorne, it is Carbone. She's been strong. She comes into the side today. So she'll be kicking on a slight angle. 35 metres out. She doesn't quite have the distance. It was flat. Top of the 50. She looked for Bane. Ball has stayed in. Bane kind of gets on the right side of her opponent. Tried to snap around the corner. Fresh, airy. It's wrapped up. They'll get a free kick for holding the player. It'll be Bane's. She's pretty reliable in front of goal. But I've cursed a few players today, so I probably shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. Well, I think she's she going to let to go to the snap. No, she'll go for the drop punt.
3: I uh, um in good news for Hawks fans, she doesn't that injury that she got earlier in the match doesn't seem to have been too much of an issue.
2: So Bane will come in, not far out at all. Slight angle. Doesn't look to be going in just across the face, but marking there was, I think it was Owen. Great mark. So Owen just used the body, shielded away from her opponent and got the mark. She'll be going for a snap on a tight angle. With the check side banana and misses to the near side, so Hawks add another point. They go to 3-9-27. They trail the Bombers 8-7-55.
1: Bit of a tough angle there from Owen, but given that they've almost looked
2: like to be going in. It did almost.
1: There's been a few of the, the tougher shots that have looked like they were going in when some of what we would have picked as easier shots haven't been able to go through, and that's probably proved a bit costly there for the Hawks. So it'll be the Bombers who move it out. Through Clifford, who's had quite a few possessions, racked up a few possessions today. Just a minute left in this match here at the hangar. It's the Bombers leading 55-87, 55-39, 27.
2: And hasn't the captain Nance played a great game?
1: She's been sensational. She's really provided drive and been a gun through the middle there, just providing that opportunity forward. And she gets, racks up yet another possession just with that short little 15 metre kick. And she'll get another one here because she receives the hand pass back. But her kick's smothered there by Dudley. But it's picked up again by Nance Scott.
2: More fantasy points there.
1: <laughs> more fantasy points, more possessions. It'll look good in the stats for today. But she's had a great game nonetheless. So she doesn't need those stats to back it up. As it looks like Hawthorne will look for a late push here through Carbone.
10: She's and they'll, it'll just
1: be. A rolling kick into the 50 here. few players around the ball. And it's the Bombers here. In and amongst it there was Ashley Cooper. But it'll be what looks like a throw in here at the top of the 50. Just seconds to go in this match. And there it is. There's the siren here at the hangar. The Bombers, two in a row for the season at their home ground today. They've pleased the fans here. 8 7 55 They've defeated the Hawks 3-9-27. The Bombers, quite impressive throughout the whole day. Maybe in this last quarter, we saw some glimpses of uh, Hawthorne putting in some strong work in their forward line. But I think we also were able to see the Bombers' defence then then stand up and really put on, try and rebound strongly and try and uh, put in that they weren't able to get it as forward far forward as they would have liked, but really able to stand up and keep it away from Hawks' goals.
3: Yeah, well said. And... Yeah, as much as we were talking about how frustrated Bec Goddard would have been at three-quarter time, there were definitely things she would have been pleased with in that final term, that Hawks were finally able to get that reward for effort and finally register register a few goals on the board. But, yeah, um, kudos to Essendon. They were definitely the better side today. They looked a lot cleaner for more of the game, better spacing, better just, just everything, I guess.
2: Yeah, well we won't be getting a new beauty from Beck Goddard <laughs> today, but there were positive signs in that last quarter for Hawthorne to just make the scoreboard a little bit more respectable.
1: And We did get that U beauty last week from the performance of William. She was in and amongst it today, but definitely just didn't have that dominance. Off. It was an almost game from her today. Yep. She,
2: she had her chances. She looked lively. She looked to have that little bit of X factor, but in the end there probably just wasn't enough chances created by Hawthorne to give her that. Yeah, I think she had two
1: goal opportunities, and you're yep. right. If she did convert them, we might have been talking about her in a different way, and... Maybe the Hawks in a little bit of a different way, but if we do take a moment just to look at the goal scorers there for the Hawks, just three goals there scored for them today. Two from Olivia Flanagan. She was able to slot a couple through, and Catherine Brown, a sensational goal start today. two
2: from Bane or two from Flanagan?
3: Olivia Flanagan got at least one, but um, yeah, not quite sure about that first goal. Could have been Bane, could have been Flanagan, but yeah, I guess from a Hawks point of view, it doesn't matter. It's a goal's a goal. I think looking at Hawthorne, though, some of their um,
1: shining lights was definitely Shigeti. I think she was in and amongst everything defence and forward. And just like you said, that booming kick really did bring either clearing it or bringing the side to advantage and just bombing it in long when they were trying to just go long. I think she was quite strong in that. And I think Dudley was actually quite up there as well.
2: Yeah, Dudley definitely makes a presence um, with her height and in the centre of the ground. They always look to go to her. Hawthorne have that knack of trying to switch inboard and Dudley's often the target there. And she makes a presence and she didn't make too many mistakes today. She had another great game. She was probably Hawthorne's best player. Yep,
1: And not just in the ruck, I think her performance across the ground too, taking marks, kind of helping out Hutchins and taking those marks when the side needed someone to, you know, you look at the Bombers who were a lot of a kick mark side today, Hawthorne wasn't that. So she was there just using her tall, you know, tall timber to take those marks and come in and take a couple of intercept marks that definitely helped set the tone a little bit for her side and hopefully uh, give them a little bit of breathing space. As we move across to the winning side here, the Bombers are looking quite happy out there as they make their way off the ground. I think we'll be hearing that famous song uh, very shortly. Lots of delight here as the captain leads them off. Great game there uh, from Nanscorn.
3: Yeah, I can't remember whether whether it was you, Lauren, or whether it was you, James. Someone was saying before how there was very, very few Bombers players that didn't play well today. And it continued. They were just... Good all over the ground, yeah. yeah. The likes, likes of Nance Score in the middle, Macintosh down back, through and McDonald up forward, and
2: Hosking's another that I yeah
3: Hosking, are. yeah. We could list half the Bloom side, but um yeah they were just great all over, and it yeah they didn't yeah rely on that one player just to to dominate and get the win for them. It really was a team win. I think and Hosking and Ugal really combined well in the midfield.
1: So Sorry, just Jay. like
2: Lauren was alluding to. Uh, at halftime saying that the bottom six players for Hawthorne compared to the bottom six players of Essendon, I think that was a real difference. We looked through the Essendon she, um, team sheet and there's not too many players um, that would have crosses next to their name that all have ticks. I uh, think Whether Hawthorne, you'd probably find maybe three, four, five players that would have ticks.
1: Yep, I think that's actually absolutely spot on because you look at the Bombers' defence, which, as we said, was tested a little bit later on the game. Gardiner was obviously sensational there. And I think, yeah, Clifford was strong along the ground. Like you said, I'm just going through my list here, and each player did something good along the game. Um, Hale was quite strong too, the Canadian, across the day as well, through the mid, Uh, and obviously McDonald. As we go through the goal kickers, uh, McDonald with her too. I think she got them both in the second term. She looks very lively in that second term. Mm. Uh, As well, it was through. So she got another couple all with one, uh, she was lively late. And then obviously with the big three there was Clifford. So she had quite a dominant day today.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, she didn't, didn't quite make it at, at AFLW level with any of her clubs. But c- coming back to this level, she's just proven why she was drafted into the AFLW to begin with. She was just, yeah, great, strong target up forward all day for the Bombers. And yeah, quite a... Quite a good um, recruiting cr- recruiting job by Essendon in the offseason to get her. I think strength is a good way
1: to describe her. She's quite on the ball. You back her in to take the mark and she's just got a bit of presence about her. And when she's in the forward line, you can see her as a target and you know that she's probably not going to be out muscled off the ball. And that's something yeah. that she showed today. And she had probably, what, up to about five kicks a goal. I think she might add a few shots. Yeah, and yeah was- I think you're right. She was able to convert three there, so that was sensational. I guess we're looking at a few other players there. I think Stepnell came into it. Obviously, she gave away the 50-meter penalty uh, just close to our broadcast side here, which then became a goal, but I thought she had her moments too as well and showed some just across the ground. Obviously, when she jumped into the ruck, she was strong, but I think she probably, again, with that long, booming kick, sometimes when the Bombers needed it, yeah, she was there for that.
2: She's just one of those utilities, um, yeah. very versatile play. You can just chuck her in any key position um, position, and uh, she'll, she'll do the job.
1: And I guess just broadly, what do we think of the Bombers' game plan? Obviously, they do go with a short possession game, uh, and they weren't found out by it today. They had the opportunity there to just take those probably 15, 20-metre kicks and hand passes, a lot of hand passes from Eugle just coming out the back there, which worked for them. Yeah. yeah. So you go, James.
2: Yeah, I feel like they played a similar game to what we saw Hawthorne play last week, and I think they beat Hawthorne at their own game today. They they looked in for They looked for the closer option rather than just bombing up saw a lot of bombing long for Hawthorne. And when they did do that, there was no one forward for them. So they'd often get rebounded quite easily. And Essendon, on the rebound was superb today.
1: Yeah, they certainly were. They worked hard there and they kept kept pulling it out there. Even if it did get uh, chewed up a little bit in the middle of the ground, they were definitely able to move it out of that uh, defensive 50 just to give them a little bit of breathing space. So it'll be interesting, Hawthorne. They've gone from the highs of last week, which we knew they were absolutely wrapped about to get their first win last week at La Trobe. To a lot of a different feeling I think here today. They probably probably were never in it, really. I think I don't think that's um probably going too far to say that they had their chances early first quarter, they were
2: Well, they got a goal against the grain. That first goal yep. of the game we weren't expecting at all. And then they didn't score one till the last quarter. So they went a long long time between goals. They didn't really look like scoring much. They probably had two chances in between that, um, in the second quarter to score. I've
3: just just looked ahead to next week um, things don't get any easier for Hawthorne but things get better for Essendon. Hawthorne have got none other than the currently undefeated and reigning premiers the magpies whereas uh, the bombers have got Darabin. so yeah I it'll be a, I think it'll be a very hard week for the um, Hawkskills skills on the track this week especially considering what they were what they gave us today and who they've got next week. It is tough to rebound from a loss that they did have today. So
1: it was a tough loss, but they'll look to rebound against Collingwood. But it's all about the Bombers today. What a fantastic win for them, two in a row now at their home turf, 8 fifty five, They defeated Hawthorne 3 nine I'm Lauren Bourne. Thanks very much for joining me, James Strebinos, as play-by-play and Ali Collette in our match analysis role. Just a reminder, at 2pm, we'll be back with you on Rolf Radio for Port Melbourne v Williamstown. Thank you for joining us and we hope to hear you then.